Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the fifth anniversary. This is Austin Theory, and you're listening to WrestleCast Radio all day. Hey, hello to all my friends of WrestleCast Radio. This is Flip Gordon, and I'm very excited to introduce you to one of my favorite wrestling radio shows. Hey, what's up, guys, from WrestleCast Radio. This is Humberto Carrillo, WWE Superstar. You are listening to WrestleCast Radio. El Latino. It's in la casa, baby. Welcome to WrestleCast Radio. Hello there. This is the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay, coming from you live from the Tokyo Dome in Japan. And you are listening to WrestleCast Radio. What's going on? This is the man of the hour, Leo Rush, the 24-year-old piece of gold himself. And you are officially listening to WrestleCast Radio. phrase of 2020 your current open the dream gate champion and your current pro wrestling summit television champion no i went out and disappeared forever oh it's past the day yes 
Uh, and, and not to, I mean, I'm sure we'll dive into the show, but uh, BB well, Holton gave him a chair. Uh, yeah, it, you, it's, it's, they definitely are telling a story that I can't wait to get into next month is uh, uh, Dangerous Gate, where they do the, uh, the cage match with the Faction War. Okay. Uh, and that's how, you know, that was the Ben K thing. And BB Hulk gave him the chair. And he took the chair and he spiked that shit, and then almost got beat by Doy right after he he uh, he was if I if recollection uh, is correct after he refused the chair and said I'm going to win on my own he then ate a muscular bomb and was the first guy to kick out of it. Wow, really? The first guy ever? I I don't think anyone's ever kicked out of it. In the, I'm pretty sure they had to have. No, the story <laughs> in that match. No, the story in that match wasn't it. He was. Tr- to get it, but then yeah, he finally hits it at the end. That's mm-hmm. okay, because yeah, that was the story of oh man, that's wild. I can't yep. wait to and watch. Then, it. I was worried that he wasn't gonna win it. Well, I'm I'm pumped. Well, the second he spiked the chair and, and then got caught, I went, oh, he's losing. Or when he <laughs> took the chair, I said, oh, he's definitely losing now. But then when he spiked the chair, I went, okay, this is interesting because now I'm immediately all those scenarios went into my head and going. Okay, does he win the title? They go into the Dangerous Gate with him as the Dreamgate champion, and they do what they did to Ben K, and they punk his ass out of R.E.D., and they, they make that big face face star with Aita that we know they want to – I mean, he's in that Jay White situation where when you're ready oh, to pull oh, the trigger oh. on him, he's going to be over. And I'm excited um, what they're doing with the uh, with the cage match. They're bringing that back. Uh, I want to yeah. say the what the 29th. Uh, the stipulations. I'm sure you've read. Um, damn it! I, I should try to get those. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, it's going to be really like people have to like shave their heads and join other factions. BB Hawk's got to totally get a name change and all these crazy and like Ata. He doesn't Holy exit first. Shit. He has to do this and that. Wild. Oh, have you seen the stiffs? No, I haven't seen any of this. I oh I didn't gosh. think the uh, the qualifier show happened yet, or did that show happen? It, did it just happen? I wonder. Uh, I've I've had this probably for a few days. I'm seeing if I. Uh, oh if yeah, Road to Dangerous Gate. It was on the twelfth. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't watch that yet. Kai Yamato Yoshino. Ata, BB Hulk, and and Big R. I did see when they were all posing over a fallen uh, Yama, uh, uh, Masato. Uh, what am I trying to say? Why can't I, Masato Yoshino? <laughs> I'm like, why can't I say his name? You got me all hyped no. up here. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to see if I screenshotted it, but yeah, I, I was just totally like, holy moly, that's the best thing I've ever heard, and I don't think I have it. And I forgot which uh, random Japanese. Uh, Puro page to get uh, in trouble in every now and then, whether it's promoting the show or <laughs> calling you an effing mark, and they're doing the best WWE-esque storyline uh, inserted into all Japan, which, let's be real, if that happened, that would that would oh, I That was still one of the funniest things I ever saw when people start, people jumped in and started getting mad. I couldn't stop laughing. I was like, that's I was like, he's just trying to become a WWE writer. Leave him alone. <laughs> that's why I laughed so hard. Like, Dude, what, probably like get out of here. I could retire for the year if I oh, yeah. for the year. Oh yeah, I mean they would love you, especially after uh, we we didn't believe what really happened on Friday, so we watched the end of SmackDown, 
and I've never laughed so hard in my entire life. Oh my god, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet. Was it really that freaking nuts? Yeah, so Braun Strowman's got his head shaved and he's now he's evil. And then oh Alexa Bliss is like, look at me when I'm talking to you. I'll slap the sense out of you. And then she turns around and looks at her and they kind of stare at each other for about eight seconds. And then she gives him this cute slap. So then he picks her up <laughs> in, in like a gorilla press like the ultimate warrior. Uh-huh. And he's like she yelling for the fiend and he runs and he's about to throw her out over the top rope out of the ring and then the half of the, the TV set goes then he goes to throw another side and it's like and then, I heard he teleports yeah so he well he chucks her in the air and, and like gorilla presses her and as he throws her in the air the lights go out and I'm pretty sure they inserted a crash pad real quick because it was a loud bang so also <laughs> Also, oh, like it just stays dark, and then like the, the red lights come on, and all you see is Alexa Bliss selling her ribs from the from the fall, mm-hmm. and then behind her, like concerned, is the fiend, and he's looking around for for Braun, and now Braun's on the TV screen, and he's laughing like, <laughs> and then so then the fiend starts laughing back at him, going. <laughs> And Alexa Bliss is sit, just sitting there like, I broke my ribs. Somebody help me. And they're just laughing at each other. And then the, the, the show ends. What would you rather <laughs> watch again? That or Yoshihashi winning championship gold? <laughs> somebody somebody photoshopped. Uh, I saw two of them. There's one where it's the three of them with the titles. But instead of you see Goto, Ishii, and then it's just the chaos logo. Where, where Yoshihashi what? is. Yeah, they photoshopped the chaos logo <laughs> over Yoshihashi. And then there was another one where it was either a bag of socks or a, like a bag of laundry <laughs> with the title. <laughs> a bag of socks. Well, what annoys me is all these Yoshihashi fans in these spirit groups are all like, oh my God, I'm so happy. And yes, this is great. And oh my God, this is the boyhood dream, you know, doing the HBK gimmick from uh, from 12 there. Yeah, that was the and, thing I sent you guys that I saw. I laughed so hard at that thing, man. And I'm just oh. like, that it, just because he won, because Ishii is the shit, doesn't make him good. I'm sorry. No, no it, it was... <laughs> I mean, I guess they had to have somebody win, right? <laughs> well, it was Chaos versus Chaos. Just have the other Chaos win. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, I'm not gonna lie to you. I didn't even watch the tournament. I'm not finding this any. What? What? What did you just say? I didn't even watch the tournament. Oh, (laughs) whatever. You are like what I've been saying for over a year now. You're finally realizing they're the WWE of the West or the East. My, like, you know what's, you know what's the craziest thing is, is pre, pre the thing happening. They were just firing on all cylinders. And then they come yeah. back and, like, nobody cares and the angles suck. And it's like, wait a minute. Is this the same <laughs> company? Like, when we get through our awards here tonight, they're going to be on two lists. A la Noah last year for Whoa. me. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because it's like, it's like polar opposite. Shout <laughs> like, out to uh, LP me. tweeting. He, uh, LP loves... W A P. But continue. 
Don't we I all? Bet he does. Oh, fantastic. I bet he's doing that. I think I might. As I was doing it and shaking in my in my basement too. To be fair, oh. I figure if I'm going to say it, I might as well imitate it. Wait, do you do you shake it too? Like, anyways. Um, <laughs> so it's Suda. At Sushi Onita's coming back, huh? Uh, another retirement match. Is he the Japanese uh, Terry Funk? I want to know if he's had more retirements than Terry Funk. Ooh. Someone someone said, uh, we'll see him again when he needs uh, the money. Yeah. <laughs> I heard another one, too, where somebody said they saw Terry Funk and it looked like he was trying to get back in shape. Oh, <laughs> like, oh. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, dude. So... I we'll, we'll we'll have to dig into that Dragon Gate stuff for Thursday. Since Thursday we're gonna try yeah, to come in and knock up four. I was writing, I was it, uh, trying to get the uh, shared on Facebook and everything. And all of a sudden, I was like, I'm looking for this. Yeah, we'll get into that because uh, uh, I'm apparently in way too many hero groups. Uh, but that's a good thing here. <laughs> but uh, as Ryan stated, we are back after a two-week hiatus. Uh, of course, uh, Ryan uh, got the COVID. Uh, kidding, of course, but when in the territories, everything seems everything seems fine. Everyone seems fine, right? It's been about a, oh, month, yeah, a couple of days back. Yeah, yeah, we we've came back on Tuesday, and I haven't. Did you see the uh, Vegas have, Nitro? I, well, I have, I have the. Uh, I always I feel like I have the COVID most days of my life anyway because of my sleep apnea, so it's not really much of a difference. They're like, well, if you can't breathe very well, I, was like, I haven't been able to breathe since I was like twenty three, so. I guess I had COVID before it was a thing, um, but uh, no. I mean, it, to be fair, like we didn't do a lot of nightlife stuff too, because it was it got it, it was really it wasn't Vegas. It didn't feel like Vegas. It was really ratchet down there. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. Like, like there was Vegas, one night that was like uh, forty five. So like the seventies. Well, there was like there was like families with like infants sleeping on their shoulder at like one a.m. walking through down the strip, just shopping. What? There was like at one point the that the CVS next to Bali's had like forty five people standing outside of it just drinking and smoking weed. <laughs> like why are we hanging out? Is this Beavis and Butthead? <laughs> yeah, we we ended up ordering a thirty inch pizza and got a case of beer and just went back to the hotel that night. <laughs> We're like, I'm oh, yeah. not gonna walk through that. That's weird. No taco <laughs> like, runs, no Fort Loco, no no local, but did have a Taco Bell run. That was good. Did a lot. Of, okay. I, I, we did a lot of like eight a.m. getting up and watching the NBA. Oh, I suppose. Now, did you mm-hmm. do uh, VIP rooms where you could watch like nine games at once? <laughs> we we went to Caesars a few times in their big area and got to watch everything. We nice, we went nice. to this uh, went to this this bar called Blondie's like three times because they had like six dollar. 12 inch pizzas and I got a, a 64 ounce pitcher of um, uh, Alessian space dust which is like a 7% oh. beer and okay. it was like 30 bucks for a 64 ounce like pitcher I was like wow. holy crap that's a deal so we hung out there a lot they had some really good deals and food and stuff so that was cool but yeah me and we kind of did a uh, nice long weekend winery brewery type thing and uh, yeah. I had a it was like at a twelve percent. Uh, let's just say after two, I was like, "All right, let's go out in nature and walk," because we definitely <laughs> can't drive. <laughs> I need to sweat this out. <laughs> I was like, "I never after a bottle of wine and, and stuff." I was like, "Wow." 
I don't think it helped too that it was like 105 degrees every day out there. Like Demetrius looked Ooh. like he was running a marathon just walking. Like he, yeah, he, I saw he looked, you were trying to get the color. Kudos, man. Yeah. The first <laughs> got, got a little bit ever. I think I've, I've seen of you. Yeah, I, I have this weird tan line where where I'm tan up to my nipples because that's where I was sitting in the water at. So it almost looks like I was wearing a tube top the whole time. Pretty pretty, <laughs> pretty weird. Man, you should be rocking really? like me. Do you even Puro Bro uh, tank top where you can get at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash WrestleCast. Um, yeah, it's one of the best decisions ever because I, I just walk around, muscles out, and then I say, what? What? Do you even Puro yeah. Bro? Yeah, and then you can, you can judge these idiots who don't watch enough Japanese wrestling. And I'm going to tell you right now here, as we go through these awards, if you're a WWE fan, you're probably going to want to not listen to the first half of this. Uh, at least really? for my head. <laughs> uh, not going to lie. Um, for feuds, I only have two, and yeah, they're WWE first feuds. <laughs> I I had some weird numbers on some of these like I usually end up doing. Uh, Single which, moment, you know, I have five worst, and yeah, it's all, uh, it's all oh. WWE. <laughs> It wasn't like, even by choice. Like, oh. Company, worst company, WWE. Horrible company, firings, but made a lot of money. Bunch of jerks that care about COVID testing. So, yeah, those are my, uh, that's my number one worst and, and only. Well, let's, 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 let's just start out with the worst here. Let's go out. Let's what, go buy a winning gold. Was that July? <laughs> no, that was that. Uh, that, that, that still no, might make you yeah, Damn it. So let's start with the worst company of the year. I have four. I didn't get all five. Um, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't watch know how many you had. Russian wrestling, Ryan. <laughs> Alex, what is your Cambodian uh, wrestling? Except that would probably be really tight. <laughs> what, what's your uh, worst wrestling uh, uh, of the year award list? Starting uh, for, lo, up, work backwards to number one here. For company? Yep. Yeah, just WWE because of the oh. horrible decision-making, the firings uh, that wasn't necessary, just because they spoke up because, you know, that's what HR is for. And they went to HR, uh, these wrestlers, spoke out about it, and they got canned. Ooh. Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a pretty good one. of billions of dollars. I mean, everything I've seen from Japan, I've loved. And, you know, that's five companies within, this, uh, within the first seven months. So, I mean, really, I would have put them on worse for any business decisions. We haven't really seen too much of the, you know, DDT, uh, Tokyo Joshi Pro, and, of course, now wrestling Noah um, with the uh, the cyber agents, correct? Is that right? Cyber agents? Yes, yes, cyber agents. You know, with the big acquisition where DDT Universe now Wrestle Universe, um, where you, I, I would highly recommend, you know, getting that service, especially with the, uh, yeah. the Noah match. Uh, a couple of matches uh, coming up. Uh, Wow, that's <laughs> a lot of time. I, I, I and can't I wait knew, to that. I knew the finish, and I still watched it twice. <laughs> like, I knew the finish before the first watch, and I watched it again. Like, I knew oh. the match. Like, I was like, I was honestly excited to watch that match. And just like you, just spoiled in the morning where it was still, I have to see how this goes. Uh, mm-hmm. And just tell me this. It's not like the other, uh, yeah, Broadway show. Oh, sorry match that we saw 
the stare down for the first thirty. No, nothing this, like that, I, right? When when Demetrius because Demetrius wanted to see it, he goes, "All right, if you're talking enough, I want to see it." And I said, "Great, I want to watch it again because I want to actually analyze it a little bit." I think this is stiffer than that G1 Ishii versus Shibata match I sent you. No. Yeah. That was I, like a stiff 12 minutes. It was a cook special. So so take that times five. Like, I, I'm not going to, like, this doesn't give anything away, but, like, you, you know, like, even when, you know when they do that, like, stump puller where they take the leg and they lift it in the air and then they slam it back down? Yeah. Well, at one point, Cano does that, but he lifts him high enough that he can just soccer ball kick him in the chest before he falls back down. Like, they were fighting any humanly way possible to... Alex, there there was a chop... There's chops to a knee. I've never seen that. What? Just be ready. Everything involves stiff violence. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just... It's bonk. It's so good. And I would have liked it even more if I didn't know the finish. Man. So as a fan, like you said, if you didn't know the finish, you would still be like, holy bleep. Or we're we're like, holy shit. That was amazing. Like you would put it in your top three of the year. It's probably going to end up in my top three regardless, but I think it would be be challenging by number one. Oh. Like it was so good. And, which, you know, I, I, I've seen some people go, like, four and a quarter, which is still really good, but not as high as me. But, I mean, you know, a lot of the Noah diehards are saying match of the year. And okay. I get Noah diehards can be kind of weird. I've, I've been one of them. But, like, <laughs> I just, like. Is Go Shiozaki the best wrestler on the planet right now due to this match? I, I He'd be higher on my, so he's in my top ten, spoiler. Um, Over Kenta? He'd be a lot higher if this match would have happened. Ooh. But at this moment, is he over Kenta Do Within this year. Um, so, going into um, just at the end of but July. We'll, 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 hang on. We'll, we'll get to that question when we get to our best. Okay, perfect. Because uh, I don't Let want me, you I'll down, So, I'll run down my worst we'll company. Uh, number five. I, only, I have this twice. Number five, New Japan Pro Wrestling because of the <laughs> What in the hell is going on after COVID happened? I have no idea how to react to it. It's just unbelievable. But the first the first part was was amazing. So uh, number four, <laughs> no, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your dirty whore mouth. Uh, uh, number four is NXT. Uh, Whoa, number three, isn't that the same company? Uh, number three is, is SmackDown. Uh, number two is I'm, I'm wow. And number one is WWE. <laughs> yeah, that's a well, I've had this list done for weeks. Usually I get this shit done like 20 minutes before airtime. I've had it done and I was like, well, I should have probably looked at it with a week ago. But kudos, man. That's, that's awesome. <laughs> I if it wasn't well, for the horrendous done. that's great. <laughs> if it wasn't for the horrendous <laughs> last couple of months of New Japan, my number five before was two oh five live. <laughs> two of Whoa, don't don't put Dewey in a corner like that. Okay, sorry. Uh NXT UK. Oh, there we go. God, progress With, lights. Yeah. Did you see they put I, one project show on uh, on the network? 
Yeah, they, of course they had Progress 92 because it's dragging off Walter. But tell me why they added uh, the ICW show. Like, the main event is, like, Speedy K and, like, RDX or something like that. Like, what the hell does that even have to do with anything? Well, that's ICW. Isn't that Insane Clown Posse? Minus the P? <laughs> insane Clown Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> They're all clowns. Are <laughs> oh, Wait. Are there juggalos walking the earth in 2020? Not used to be juggalos in their life, and then, you know, they, they cleaned up, maybe listening to a shaggy two-dope song every once in a while. But like, <laughs> legit hardcore juggalos. Are there any walking 2020? Give us a call. Eight seven. No, I'm kidding. But <laughs> what, 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 do you what about that guy who, was, who used to hurt himself? The superhuman? The self from my juggalos? Uh, juggalos. Oh, that douchebag. <laughs> Yeah, he was a juggalo, and then he, <laughs> I can't lie, as dumb as it is, when I'd watch him, like, jump on, like, Hot Wheel cars and cactuses and, like, groan because it really hurt. Like, I laughed really hard. I, was like, I, I can't laugh. I honestly get, like, physically, like, visibly shaken, where it irritates me where I'm like, people are just saying, oh, this is why wrestling's stupid. It's an art form. I argue yeah. that it is a specific art form to do has tremendous athleticism. And then for this jackass, juggalo jackass, to be like, oh, and then get hundreds of thousands of views where we're doing quality work, show Hell in yeah. and show out, whether it's two days, two weeks, a month, month and a half, we're putting out shit. You're one of the best, I would say, Japanese wrestling connoisseurs oh. of wrestling, period. Where oh. I have, you know, been in your tutorials under over the last four or five years under that. Where I'd say I'm at a respectable B minus level at the moment, getting there. But for that ass to be like, oh, I'm gonna jump on some Legos and not even mention DDT, like, oh yeah, the hell up, go home, get sued, break your neck. I don't give a shit. I'll take yeah. you one on one. I will smack you through a table. Let's get it booked. Yeah. Warrior Wrestling 12. In my backyard. Let's do this. I don't even know your name, bro. And to be fair, your Puro has gotten pretty high. And spoiler alert, you'll be able to find out his Puro rating on our new tea coming out Labor Day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alex, what do you got for worst disappointment? Worst this well SmackDown no um honestly it's it's funny I do have New Japan's booking of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of, uh, of a certain Okada post title uh, you know post uh, title loss I should say from Wrestle Kingdom um, where to me it's just like this this guy is such a talent we already saw Balloon Okada. We saw that, you know, kind of be successful until they realized, okay, we, we need to give you the title back. Where it's just like now, you know, with, with Naito and his knees and, you know, he had the match with, uh, I was going to say Kento or Kenta, but uh, with, uh, Kenta, I was going to say Hideo Tommy. Good God. Anyways, um, and for me, you know, Okada was just there and he's facing pimps and measuring and tagging with Yoshihashi. It's just like, well, this is your biggest stuff. Like, I get why when the E was in the panic from 2007 to about 2016, they're like, okay, ratings are low. Let's put the title back on Cena. Because 
did make it something. You know, same thing with Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, obviously, since WrestleMania 30 on, which is like, okay, you know, Lesnar's a big deal. Let's throw the title on him and try to build other people with no success, unfortunately. But, you know, mm-hmm. just, just with those ideas there where it's like Okada, it's like, okay, maybe you need to put the belt on him. Yes, people are getting irked a la Kento Miyahara, where it's like, okay, you just had 11 title defenses. What else can you do? Who else can you do? But I will say, Ryan, where I think, where I say the booking of, you know, the, the Rainmaker is a, you know, a disappointment. With that going in, I think with COVID and how their booking style, whatever, you know, whether you like it or hate it, um, since they've been back, is they're allowing Hiromu Takahashi to be in these, you know, New Japan Cups. Like, they're, they're experimenting with yeah. stuff where I don't think it's a bad thing. I think we, we saw four dream matchups just with Hiromu within that tournament. And they were all damn good, what, four and a quarter plus, I would say. The Honma match, amazing, because they changed their styles in order to do that. So... But going back to Okada, it's just like, well, you know, you're doing the evil thing. You know, your, your gaijin talent or your talent, you know, everywhere else, you know, kind of hinders their booking. Um, it'll be interesting when Jay White comes back. But, you know, we've always talked, when do you give the title Okada? Was it going to be at Dominion? Was it going to be, you know, this or that? Obviously, we won't know, you know, unless Gato goes to 2020 booking into next year. But hopefully they keep it rolling where, you know, like the open title with Shingo, he's making it in, into something. Maybe it's yeah. something Okada should be chasing instead of facing Tokyo Pimps without oh. Peter. Peters. So, you know, there's no point to, in, to, to having him there. Uh, the other yeah. disappointment, um, I hate to say this, but because uh, it was a match I was looking forward to uh, in my old age. I, I've, are, are we going all in a row yeah, or, or yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Rock uh, at mania it was just a dullard of a match nothing too exciting these two you know in, in their primes ed's just coming back you know coming back rumble getting that pop getting up a, a pretty damn good storyline into that which i will give you know uh orton great credit for that and especially with with uh the storyline that he's in now with drew and uh matt jackson but um <laughs> Dollar of a match. It wasn't anything, you know. That... <laughs> uh, the the other disappointment is uh, is Nia Jax still, you know, kind of Ugh. being employed in focus, just due to the fact that you know it. It's sorry, guys. It, it's an injury hazard in the ring when she's in there. Um, look at Kyrie saying she's already back to Japan. Now you could say, yeah, her contract was <laughs> up, this or that. No, she was like, I'm getting the bleep out. Yeah, no like, I don't. I just got this. married. Not to evil, but she, she just got married. Me, and then you yeah. keep putting me against her. Are you stupid? <laughs> no, <laughs> not. Oh, my gosh. I'm not um, saying. <laughs> Uh, the other thing is uh, the WWE's, let's just say, again, kudos to them for trying to have a product out there, but I think they could have utilized this COVID time, kind of a how DDT 
and all Japan kind of used it where and and all elite wrestling of course them being the big focal ones where they utilized their camera angles correctly they made it more reality based where the WWE still made it seem like there was like 10,000 people there like you always say their their talent is so programmed and robotic that they're thinking pyros going off and they're doing all their jabs and it's like dude who are you doing that to where yeah. GDT was doing it right, All Elite was doing it right, and oh yeah, they were showing you know empty arenas. They, they they got to their point. So Kevin Dunn definitely got schooled, you know, in that aspect. But it's just something where the E I think could have did something a little more. There are glimmers of hopes, you know, on, on Raw. I, I haven't watched SmackDown in God knows how long, but on Raw that I'll catch that I catch every now and then. I will say there there are glimmers, and then you have the retribution angle. Uh, number one, uh, it's the uh, Braun Strowman Bray Wyatt match. One of the oh. worst things I think I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, I promised with with Cena and Wyatt, but at WrestleMania, uh, but but that definitely was uh, something. Uh, and our honorable mention, which I'm going to bring this up again, is uh, too many damn twos. Whether it's people holding two championships or two nights. For one event, it drags it on. It gets a little old, uh, especially if you don't have the talent and the stories to make it a continuous, you know, uh, worthwhile to watch. Where a lot of these E two nighters just just were bad. Where you had oh, DDT God. Peter Pan, that was like nine hours worth of stuff, but it kept me on the edge of my seat. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a disappointment. I hope it's something that doesn't continue. Uh, into 2021, but I'm sure there's a lot more uh, serious things uh, to think about in the world than than uh, two champions and, and two night events. Uh, no, I, I think you hit the nail on the head pretty well with that. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> this, the, the real world might suck, but this is a pro wrestling show where we need to talk about the real things in our life. Pro yeah. Uh, number five <laughs> for me is the the way they book the end of the Infants Terrible Invasion angle. I... I'm fine with them to a point. Yeah, all three of them take L's. Like, all right, fine. But then they just get moved to, like, behind the mid-card, and they're eating pins on these core controls that they're, you know, wherever they're doing their shows. I'm just like, did they just get lost in the shuffle already? So I I didn't like that at all. Um, Mm -hmm. Number four for me was Nick Gage getting injured because I really was into that feud with Ricky Shane Page. And now they're saying Gage might never wrestle again. Whoa. Like it could be longer than a year. I just saw a blurb with David Arquette saying that um, they were talking about uh, Nick Gage and their match. Of course, um, the match, what was it, 2019 probably. Um, I forget if it was, no, it was the GCW, I want to say, yeah. but where Arquette gets sliced in the neck by the two. And, you know, he's bleeding profusely, and, you know, he's talking about that. He's like, hey, it's wrestling. Shit happens. <laughs> you know, it's just like, I don't blame anyone. And he's like, Nick Gage, people don't know this. He's a really good wrestler. Like, he can actually move. People just see him as this deathmatch guy, which, you know, seeing a, a lot of these deathmatches over the last couple of years, Ryan, from, you know, due to you, you know, I, I agree. It's not just all light tubes and, and thumbtacks. You know, where they can do a, a crazy double hurricane rana off of a ladder into a bevy of light tubes, and you're like, holy shit, that was amazing. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, it was just interesting how he was saying, yeah, this he's really good. You know, his, his athleticism is there. 
And, you know, for you saying what you just said, it, it just sucks. You know, he's been building that character over the last two, three years that I know of. Just imagine, you know, all those, that loyalty and those fans. But I guess the, the silver lining is hopefully he could be something big with uh, Game Changer Wrestling, you know, in the office commentating or something like that backstage. So, well, and that's the thing, too, with Nick Gage, like, you know, whether, whether you're a fan of him or not, some people like him, some people don't, there's not a bigger, like, pop, I, I think, no. like, you know, like for, white for, yeah, it's just like, I mean, when he comes out, people lose their mind, <laughs> you know, and he's, like, chest bumping fans and hugging people and high-fiving everybody, <laughs> like, it's like, oh, my God, these are literally his, like, gang, and you're going to die. Yeah. <laughs> like they're like initiating him into the him into the kumite. Like, it's just <laughs> it's like a spectacle watching that dude come out on some of those shows. You're like, like if you if you didn't know like if who the big names were like in that company, you'd go that guy must be their champion. Like that guy's got to be the top guy because these people yeah. are gonna are gonna like burn this building down cheering for him. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean that sucks that that you know hopefully hopefully it's really not as bad and you know he can get back in there because that was they were really starting to get a good angle going there with him and Ricky Shane Page so uh, especially with Gage being champion for so long and then RSP coming in and and just stealing that title from him oh it's great uh, number three Dominion I thought Dominion was just like, I mean you you can't have a New Japan show especially a big show like that where the best, ma- best match on the show is like three and three quarters. Like that's not new Japan to me. Mm-hmm. New Japan is when you get to that home stretch of matches, you're like, Oh my God, here we go. And it's just, I mean, third from the top was Okada and the Tokyo pimp. Like why, why do I, why? <laughs> like who cares? In a tag match. Well, that, Wasn't was it, it a tag match? I think those are one-on-one. I'm looking Dominion here because, yeah, that's when Evil wins. It says uh, Yujiro and Taji Ishimori defeats Hiroki Goto and Kazuchika Okada. Oh, God, it was the tag. It's just even worse. Okada's in a nothing tag match at Dominion? Yeah. I'm good, man. Uh, Number two is Noah's (laughs) empty arena shows. You know, I love Noah. But they did not understand the concept of these empty arena shows where everything everything succeeds when you go in there, you get in, have a nice little six, seven minute banger for a first few matches, you cap out your main event at like eighteen minutes, wrap it up in a couple hours. They were doing mm-hmm. three hour shows that were like five matches. And oh, it God. just it, it did not work. It no, did that's not what, work. That's what all Japan and DDT were successful because it was two hours. Mm-hmm. Two hours straight bangers, you know, yep. added some story. And, yeah, it was just like watching a an American show, but better. And I get, like, that's how, that's how Noah, you know, that is Noah. So, like, I'm not mad at them for doing what they know what to do, but it was just, it, it was, like, uncomfortable. You're like, all right, you know. 22 minutes in and they're still working arms. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe Um, Shingo Takagi will uh, that, so. Of course, they start hurting people. This is Nick Gage. I'm going to come to the summit and start hurting people. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that promo, Nick Gage, that I had to edit because there's so much vulgarity in it. Um, And number one, uh, Tetsuya Naito's title reign. What a disappointment that was. 
he finally wins. And then he just jobs to evil and nobody clapped or did anything. And they're just like, oh, that happened. They're clapping the whole show otherwise. I mean, they were into everything. They're like, oh, look. Oh, why is Bushi doing that? Even though he's three times his size. Like, that, nobody believed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, look. Here goes Bushi with the, the garrot wire or whatever the hell that thing's called. Like, Bushi. Like, come on. And then when he, he's dick togo and he takes the mask off and everyone's just like, oh, this is the reaction that uh, Liv Morgan got on at Elimination Chamber. <laughs> <laughs> like, it sucks. I don't know, man. Um, Liv Morgan, she took some beating in that, uh, in that chamber. Yes, yeah, she did. Remember she got rocked on the side of that pot? I almost said another disappointment I almost wanted to have is they they made Shayna Baszler in one night for to not feel like just another NXT call up and they didn't even do anything with it. Now she's on Raw Underground. In multiple nights they made her at uh, the Rumble, even mm-hmm. though she didn't win. Um, you know, Charlotte, of course, Charlotte won. That's right. Oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, no, they killed oh, her at God. the Rumble, buried her at the Chamber. <laughs> The night after Chamber, I should say. And, uh, yeah. God, was her in Lynch at Mania? Yep. That happened. I totally forgot that happened until just now. Yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> worst angle moment. I'm going to flip the script. I'm going to jump in first and uh, and give my five. Then I have you do your five. Flip the script on it. My number five worst angle moment was the moment... Uh, the New Japan comeback show happened and I saw uninterested Okada as he has not been the same since that show. Okada couldn't give two shits at this point. Uh, that moment is when I knew that, uh, well, that's the end of Kazu until probably August or September when something happens. So let's hope at uh, Jingu Stadium outdoors there that when he does his King of Pro Wrestling match that we get um, not just sad, fat-faced Okada. We're just going to take um, out three dudes. <laughs> In a four-way. Uh, my number four <laughs> angle moment was an evil winning the titles. Uh, I already kind of wow. ranted about that. Don't need, don't need to do it again. Don't uh, have three, <laughs> Number three was Alexa Bliss really being in the angle that everyone rumored her to be in. And then when everyone said, no, no, it's just, uh, it's just showing that Braun's a pervert. She then embraced it on social media, and now, uh, spoiler, going into the next month, it really is a thing. As the last day before the, the month ended, which is why I have it in there, she is victimized by the Mandible Claws, wrong, or SmackDown, whatever show it is, goes off the air. But remember, this is a PG <laughs> company who doesn't do blood and guts. They, they've had like some get her ass kicked three weeks in a row now. TV 14 started last Friday. Did it? Yep. SmackDown had TV 14. That's uh, that's what they're going to be heading into because uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard uh, knows is the 90s. Uh, yeah, that's what I, I I almost had that on there that the fact that a pay per view we had Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus. Um, MVP was with Bobby Lashley and Shelton Benjamin. Um, Dolph Ziggler was still getting world title. I mean, we talked about this before, but like. Like, what era is it? Big Show is wrestling Randy Orton with Ric Flair in his corner. Like, what is going on? Pritchard is, doesn't, he sucks as a booker. I don't care what anyone says. He's not good. Yeah. 
It is dog shit. Um, number two, worst angle moments is when the fiend came out of a volcano because <laughs> the swamp water turned into volcano and the fiend came out. <laughs> oh and, my god, uh, that was the best thing ever. And my number one angle or worst angle moment was uh, when uh, WWE decided to do a Chris Benoit tribute at WrestleMania right before uh, oh, Dark Wrestling came man. out. <laughs> God. <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? Start me at number five, Alex. Uh, speaking of match, it was the match that happened after at Backlash uh, that already had the moniker before it even happened, uh, and they taped it, and as Ryan has stated, uh, many times uh, Edge then gets hurt uh, with a torn something he's out for a long time uh, but that was apparently supposed to be the greatest wrestling match ever uh, again heard it was it was good but again when you're going to give that moniker something and you're going to shoot it multiple times let these guys these veterans yes. have a damn wrestling match for God's sake preach 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 tape it and tape it and tape it these guys know what they're doing they're 10-plus-time world champions. They've made millions and millions of dollars. Let them do their shit, for God's sakes. Uh, number four, again, two-night events. Just stop. <laughs> Get it. I don't know if you all out night two, which is happening in like two weeks, apparently. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't need it. I'm sorry. Uh, the Swamp <laughs> Fight coming in at number three. Uh, everything Whoa. Ryan just stated. Uh, number two, Jeff Hardy, Booze, and urine, uh, no, no fault to Seamus, Jeff Hardy, but shame on you, WWE creative. Shame on you for throwing this guy's personal real-life demons who just, again, got out of, what, multiple uh, police fences over the last couple of years again as his brother, who's probably watching over him. Uh, oh, no, sorry. They moved to a different show, but he should have been watching over him. Uh, let him go, and then they murder him. On TV, by the way, Randy Orton uh, murdered him twice. Uh, but, you know, it's just stupid. It, reality in that aspect doesn't make for good TV when you know that guy's history, when you know that match with Sting, when you know that stuff with CM Punk. Like, this guy has issues. And unfortunately, I don't think he's ever going to, you know, overcome them. And for them to do that, it's just freaking awful. Uh, and number one, Gronk. Your turn. <laughs> I forgot about Gronk. That's awesome. He came out and danced his way to the thing. Danced his way out into a Tampa Bay Buccaneers uniform. <laughs> he, he, shout out to uh, he lost the 24-7 title in his front yard. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I, I will never forget what Michael Cole's like. I wonder if Bruce Arians is going to try to beat him for the title. Like, shut the hell up. <laughs> guys are so dumb. You remember you thought he was going to win with the Cardinals? You know what my biggest disappointment of the evening is, Alex? <laughs> you're running your goddamn mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say when he wasn't, uh, when the Bears didn't sign him. That was my biggest disappointment. Um, all, all I have to say is Kyler Murray, greater sign, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Probably. Probably. There's no denying that. I mean, I saw somebody walking around Vegas with a Trubisky jersey, and a part of my friends well, I looked at Jenna and said, "What the fuck?" 
I said, don't worry, you'll get Aaron Rodgers next year. Uh, no. I'm I'm calling it just like I just like I called uh, all this other stuff. Just trust me. <laughs> predetermined, predetermined. He he. Every every Packer fan hated Brett Favre when he went to the damn Vikings. So what's the only other thing Rodgers could do? Do the same thing but go to the Bears. He's gonna go to the Vikings. You guys aren't gonna have Kirk Cousins for that long. This is probably his last year. I thought they signed him. Why? To be in mediocrity. Damn. What are they I'm gonna, wild? I, I, oh, man, you got. Hey, man. Stanley <laughs> Cups. Stanley <laughs> Cups. Super Bowls. NBA championships. Oh, World Series. One one two two two. Oh, hey, the White we Sox. He got one one one. So that's three for the whole city. Boom. Hey, the Twins. No, St. Paul and Minnesota and Minneapolis. Two. So we got, got two. two. Yeah, Cubs got two. 1916, 2016, and the White Sox <laughs> when I was there. Boom. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't care because <laughs> sports aren't real right now. It's about <laughs> Alex, my number five worst feud of 2020 is <laughs> WWE versus the health of employees. Oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you kind of ran about that one. So I don't need to go too much into that. Uh, number four, The Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Uh, they they fly these guys 40 hours to, I don't know, Rhea Dad or wherever the hell it is. Uh, and then just to have Gals Danis to get punched in the face by Undertaker that he comes out and somehow gets inserted into a match and wins. And then he kills a human being. And then the human <laughs> being that died comes back on TV and goes, you thought I was dead, but I'm not. And then Undertaker never showed back up. So that's stupid as hell. Uh, number three, Otis Dozovic and Dolph Ziggler. Oh, my I, God. Yeah, see, I don't watch SmackDown. Uh, at first, I was like, Han and the whole Mandy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Why was that bad? I, I, I thought it was supposed to be good. I just, people loved it. I just, I, I don't, I don't, it, <laughs> Otis is just not like, give it, give it, give it. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. I Fun fact, and, that guy is uh, your Money in the Bank uh, holder at the moment. Oh. <laughs> and, like, I love Dolph, but he don't give a shit. Like, no, he's, like getting, he's getting He's making millions now. He's got such a fat contract. He just does whatever they tell him to and just goes and gets paid. Uh, my number two feud is Nia Jax versus women. I'll just, just say it like that. Wow, Nia I'm Jax a women. Everywhere. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and number one to no shock is uh, Braun Strowman in the feed of Bray Wyatt. Ooh. Oh, man. I mean, you said all of them except like, a different one. Baron Corbin versus anyone. Uh, parentheses, Ooh. Roman Reigns and Elias. Remember he murdered and- Elias? A lot of murders in WWE, by the way. In 2020. Remember that Baron Corbin feuded with a guy named Shorty G. Don't oh. forget that's the thing. Do you think he would uh, succeed in Japan or AEW? Which which one? Which venture? Oh. Gable uh, or Corbin? Oh, that Corbin. Good guy. <laughs> I think Gable would be awesome in DDT. Okay. You know, work. Oh, no. Or Dragon Gate. I was going to say all Dragon Gate. 
Oh man, him and Aza just hate yeah, each other. Yeah, get him in there with those guys because he can he can go go like that. I mean, he can move. I like yeah, it. I, I think like that, it. I think Dragon gets my answer. Uh, so you literally said you have the same feuds minus that. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right, great. Well, Corbin, I had two, and Strowman and Wyatt, I had one. So I didn't have Taker and Styles. I that's where I had inserted the the Baron Corbin after watching the wonderful documentary last uh, last chance ripoff uh, the the last ride that the E had. Uh, it made me appreciate it a little more, kind of getting the talking heads and the back and and the history of the feud. So when he was like Allen and Mark Calloway. You know, we joked about it. We shit on it on air. You know, after we watched it, it was like, oh, God, they're doing this. But, again, watching that again, fantastic documentary series and then AJ Styles episode, the final episode of that, uh, it made me like it. And it made me appreciate it more instead of them going half-assed into it a la like Kim and Cena at Mania the year before. Well, maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put the health of employees against the E above it and just give it a benefit of the doubt because I didn't understand how he killed a man and the guy came back. He basically did the uh, the Marcus Alexander Bagwell uh, in that Steiner Brothers feud where he took the the uh, top rope bulldog and they oh, thought he broke, broke his it. neck. And then he gets back up and he he turns on Rick Steiner or he beats up Rick Steiner with Scott and they. Or some I can't with somebody turned someone and he goes, Ha ha, I was faking it. I was bullshitting you. <laughs> I was like, Oh You should you should have just you should have just said a VKM and limo. Mm, yeah, that's a good one too. <laughs> oh or well, the two murders that money in the bank. Or Ray Mysterio's <laughs> iPod. You mean well, he says you said I don't need to see Ray Mysterio holding an egg against his face. That's one of the funniest things I think I've ever heard come out of your mouth. <laughs> I don't know. I've said a lot of funny things. <laughs> um, match of the year. Now, I, I, I actually had six on here because I, I literally went through every match I watched this year. And these oh. were literally the six worst matches. It just they're, And they're all under a star. They're like between a quarter, half star, and like no. I, I, some of them got a no or, a, or like a, a nah. Uh, number six, Goldberg versus The Fiend from Super Showdown. Yeah. Um, number five, Goldberg versus Braun Strowman from WrestleMania. Uh, number four was the Women's Battle Royal from Slammiversary. <laughs> you hated that. That was awful. Uh, number three, Braun Strowman versus Bray Wyatt um, from the horror show at Extreme Rules. Oh, my God. Um, Number two, which the this was my number one going in, and I changed it last minute for reason. One of the reasons I already stated before, but others. Uh, number two was the Street Profits versus Viking Raiders from Backlash. With the ninjas? Yep, the ninjas and the Sarlacc pit monster inside of the garbage can. So uh, I'll probably never watch it. Joey Janela <laughs> and Sonny Kiss did do better on AEW. <laughs> and uh, my number one worst match of the year, Edge versus Randy Orton. Uh, WrestleMania Night 2. Um, I mean, this thing was like 40 minutes long. They they unintentionally or, or whatever. Yeah, reason, uh, yeah. What was yeah, that? In a Christmas watch tribute. Um, it was. It sounded like if you weren't watching, you'd think you're watching like a like a gay porn from all the male groaning and slapping. Whoa, <laughs> and that was, was just, them? 
It's just, I, I would assume so. I, I, don't, I don't know, but um, <laughs> I mean, this match was just dog shit. This, uh, it, they just kept finding other rooms to go into. And I was like, God, this is the biggest building ever. God, I'd rather watch the Hulk Hogan take on, uh, what was it, the Mountains of Doom with the Zodiac and, and Kamala, R.I.P. Yeah, at least that was funny. Kamala, by the way, uh, I, I won't do it right now, but uh, greatest wrestling music ever. Yeah? The, wow. Uh, yeah? The, 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 like, that, that would scare me half to death if this was like the 80s. And I hear that scream, and this dude's coming out with like a spear. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm dead!" That mask, that was nice. Mm-hmm. It was like Tony Vader's mask, but it was like yeah. legit. Yeah, he. Uh, number man, five, Enrique. What's up? Oh yeah, I was gonna say yeah, that is that. That was wild. I, I realized I have Goldberg. I didn't even put a D in Goldberg on one of the two matches. I'm gonna change that. Goldberg. <laughs> Oldberg. Uh, number five, you mentioned dog shit. Well, this involved dog. Uh, from the Royal Rumble 2020, <laughs> Roman Reigns and Baron Corbin. My God, talk about overbloating. I will say that spots on the uh, on the dugout uh, roof there looked horrible, and not in a good way. It was just got awful. Number four, Jado and Yano, New Japan Cup. I don't oh. know how Jado got to the ring in that amount of time. I didn't. I, I don't know why they didn't just they didn't drive up like they did Big Show and Big E. Rumble like five years ago or whatever, uh, but it's awful. Speaking of awful, number three from the New Japan Cup, Gato taking on Okada. Why was this 15 minutes? This is a Brock Lesnar suplex city rainmaker city bitch type of a match, but my god, 15 minutes that was just way, way too short. Uh, number two, Fiending uh, in the Goldberg Super Showdown. He got the Kevin Owens treatment. Uh, Bray Wyatt did, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, Wyndham Rotunda is uh, laughing all the way to the bank at JoJo. So I guess we can't be all too sad for him. Uh, but, hey, uh, it was just cut awful. And I forgot Strowman and Goldberg got at WrestleMania. Because, again, don't watch SmackDown. But number one, Swamp Match. <laughs> There's two Braun Strowmans. <laughs> I laughed from 40 years ago, 40 years ago. I I don't think I've ever laughed out loud so hard in a long time. When I saw it, I was like, ah, by the way, um, when the fiend went to give Alexa bliss, the mandible claw a second week in a row to try to bring Braun Strowman out to hurt him. She pushed or she grabbed his hand and then she touched his face. And he stood up and walked away from her because he didn't know how to handle it. I think he pre-ejaculated. What? It's my guess. Is that how Sydney was made? Maybe what a cheese did my pants, and then it fell on her, and then the kid <laughs> came up, and then when they interviewed her after the SmackDown, came up. <laughs> she, she goes, "The fiend intrigues me." God, I tell you what, Alex. I mean, I had to go on social media and read all the the comments for SmackDown, and all these millions and thousands of fans are so right. I shouldn't say millions; these thousands of fans are so right. Bray Wyatt is a genius. Oh, it's a masterpiece. 
It's a oh my dog God. shit. I hate this fucking company. Uh, worst wrestler of the year, number five for me. Uh, she's not like most girls, but she did make <laughs> so the list. Nia Jax. <laughs> uh, she's number five for worst wrestler, which wow. I know. How can she be number five? How is there worse people? Well, I found four of them in 2020. Uh, number Ooh. four, the wife of Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, Eddie <laughs> Edwards, Alicia Edwards. That's she good. She is horrendous. She is Veda Scott bad. She is Ooh. tremendously awful. Uh, but thankfully for her, she didn't get in the top three because those are reserved for former SmackDown champions, Braun Strowman at number three, Ooh. Goldberg at number two, and The Fiend at number one. Oh, my gosh. Wait, wait, wait. Braun Strowman's not champion anymore? No, I'm just saying he was, and The Fiend uh, was, and Goldberg was. And... Ooh. Yeah, so that's my... Cinnamon rolled over to me. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, she's sleeping. Whoa. She said, great, you're doing radio. I'm going to go to bed then. Whoa. Oh, shit, I don't need to entertain you. Uh, <laughs> one moment I'm putting it on me. Uh-oh, this, this is, uh, this is where I guess I can... Oh, okay, I'm going to break into... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to break into Ata's theme. Oh, oh but man. They probably I didn't want to hear that. Jeez. I was, I was ready to say uh, the psyche of the master. Do you feel it now? <laughs> Number five, Yoshi Ashi, uh, just because he got... <laughs> yeah, he was bankrupt and some wins. The matches were tolerable. Yeah, he might one gold in uh, in August, but no, he's the Brutus. He me COVID. <laughs> yeah, that too, and tripping, busting his shit, but he's the Brutus. I thought he was injured. His career was supposed to be over, and I was in gold. That's what but, I, thought, uh, I thought they just didn't update the cards, and then he really showed up. I said, what the hell? <laughs> uh, yeah, Brutus Beefcake of New Japan there, but uh, number four, Jeff <laughs> Blanchard. Uh, or essentially, uh, you know, kind of holding that title for Impact Wrestling hostage. Not cool, bro. Not a cool. So just for ethical yeah. reasons. And oh yeah, give your me, husband still works for them. Give me a hundred thousand dollars and I'll send it back. Kiss my uh, ass. Yeah. Well, she'll fit in well with God. I'm sorry, I'm eating. She'll fit in well with uh, with the WWE. <laughs> Number two, or number three, sorry, uh, Rob Gronkowski. That was the worst dive, the worst dancing. I don't even know if I was dancing. Uh, and the worst pinfall take. But he's going to not win another Super Bowl. Thank you so much. Uh, number two, Mojo Raleigh, because that guy is straight trash. Oh, I forgot about him. I'm, I'm, as they created for the World Wrestling Entertainment Company. And my number one was your number five. Uh, please, uh, Saki Akai, come teach her how to run. No, don't, because you'll probably get hurt. Uh, but Nia Jax, <laughs> number one, first wrestler so far in 2020. I would love to see Nia Jax try to pull that shit against, like, Nico Satamora. Or, like, or uh, you know, somebody like that. Like, Satamora would beat her ass. <laughs> As her cousin, like, how does Dwayne Johnson not be like, bro? Tighten your shit up, do yeah. something about it, or I can't help you save your job because that's who, how is she still employed? Like I said, like it just doesn't make sense. I don't know. I, I still laugh. Like, 
I, I saw like bits and pieces because I'll, I'll usually watch like this, this like 20 minute clip on YouTube where you get to watch Raw in 20 minutes. So that way at least Whoa. I know what's happening in case we need to talk of anything. And she wrestled Shayna Baszler. And I've never seen Nia Jax work lighter in my entire life. <laughs> like, I think she knew if I do something wrong, this chick is going to break my arm. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, 11 11. She threw a club, like, she clubbed her in the back, and, like, it, it looked like watching, like, like Eugene, or, excuse me, freight train hit somebody. Like, she hit her so light. I'm like, you, you puss. Freight <laughs> train. I love it. You're such a puss. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to freight train and his abnormally small uh, mask he wore when he came to the ring at Talking Shop Mania. He looked like he had oh. a kid's mask on. Oh, we're going we're gonna to talk a lot about Talking Shop Mania coming up. As we enter our best of 2020, yeah. but first, a word from our sponsor. You like tight shirts? So do I. Go to www.prowrestlingtees.com forward slash WrestleCast because they got seven tight shirts. So make sure to buy one. Tight shirts, you, you say? Tight. What do also. they include? They have a tight shirt that says, do you even Puro bro? They have a tight shirt with Japanese wrestling letters that say WrestleCast. They have a tight shirt that says WrestleCast, and it's like the Lakers. They got another tight shirt that says the same thing, but it's like the Bears. Whoa, then they have right. a, a, a tight shirt that says WrestleCast, and it's like an original logo. Then hey, there's a oh, tight gee. gray shirt that says WrestleCast like a belt. Lecter's item that's cheering y'all. And then they got a tight shirt that says Pro Wrestling Summit that doesn't involve WrestleCast, but it's on the same thing as a bonus. And that drink will be There's my promo. My best angle of the year starting on our best of the list, ladies and gentlemen. Number five. Whoa, pardon me. We're on Nick here. Age. No, no, let it go, man. It's, it's, it's late night. We're partying. Nick Gage chasing Rick Shane Page for the title. I, I was loving this angle since February when it started. Too bad we're not going to see an actual end of it. But yeah. definitely was what I was putting out there. This is going to sound a little weird for me, but I actually really liked the buildup for it, which way it was even more of a letdown. Number four, Randy Orton and Edge. I really liked everything up until, like, Edge's promo with Orton was one of the best promos that company's had all year. And then they gave us the match and I was like, Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So being at the angle up to that, boom. Uh, Number three, Jordan Grace and Deanna Perrazzo. She comes into the company and just says, I want to take your title because I'm the best. Jordan Grace says, no, I'm the best and I'll fight anybody. And it was just a back and forth about who's going to beat whose ass. It was simple 80s promo. It was great. You don't need to have all this convoluted crap about, like, kids and egg guys and stuff. Like, and taking, taking limbs and, or, and people throwing up and stuff. This Digging was just like... <laughs> yeah, you know, I've been, I've been digging 29 holes for 29 <laughs> souls. <laughs> and, and have that to it, you know? Two have women that dug, uh, 29 holes, Ryan? What's that? <laughs> have you ever dug uh, 29 holes? 
No, I have not. I'd be tired oh. before I finished the first one. <laughs> uh, number deep. two, my understanding, obviously, uh, the Infant Cerebral invasion of All Japan was tremendous. When when they just bust into the office and, and Ashido's like, listen, bitch, I want your title, the Suwama. I was like, this is so good. Fantastic, fantastic. <laughs> I just, I wish Ashino would have beat him. And then they would have went to the live shows with the title. And then Ooh. the All Japan team rallied together to group up to beat him. I think that would have been a better story. But I don't know. We'll see what happens here. Shuji Shikawa's got the book. Hopefully he uses him right. Um, and my number one angle. Uh, Tetsuya Naito finally beating Okada at the Dome. That's, nice. I mean, that that angle is the reason why. I mean, not the only reason, but I mean, that angle was why that match was one of the best I've ever seen, because it was there was true emotion behind that, and it was finally retribution. It was just like when Okada finally beat Tanahashi. This, when this company is doing what they normally do, they'll rope you along for three, four years, five, six years. And then they finally give you the payoff that you go, oh, my God, I've been waiting so long for that. And it's so that's satisfying. Like, it's like every girlfriend I ever had where it's like, oh, we got to wait seven years, and what's the payoff? And it's like, come on. <laughs> get it. Like, why, why, do they, why do they make me wait? Jerks. Me. Um, <laughs> so on my angle, I, I have... 29 holes. <laughs> 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 Boy, um, so my angles apparently because I, I printed your thing that you sent me off, Ryan. The email I was writing them down freehand because why not? Um, and so I put angles here, uh, which I thought might have been a cutoff into the worst angles, even though I realize I have worst angle written down four spaces below it. Uh, but I have a swap match, nerds with Alexa spot for an eye, eye pop, eight comes back after buried alive. And wrestler Daft's Mysterio Black off roof, Strowman and Lake, et cetera, et cetera. So obviously I messed that up. So I'm gonna run it off film here. Uh but but definitely. <laughs> uh I was gonna say Naito and Okada, I would say the best angle, even though it's silly with the double gold dash, I thought was a tremendous uh idea if you are gonna have the biggest show of the year be two nights, um, you know, for them to have those double uh title matches. Um, and then into, you know, in, on the first night, then having the actual championship match there. We got quality, fantastic, more than quality. We got masterpieces mm-hmm. within those fights, within those four uh, four wrestlers there. Tetsuya Naito, Kazuchika Okada, Jay White, and of course, uh, Tetsuya Naito, who will be your eventual winner. So I would say that was definitely a very good angle to start the year off, Ryan, the, the fourth of yeah. into the year. So oh. that was definitely something there. Um, I'm I'm gonna say this again due to watching the last uh the last uh, the, the Undertaker documentary last ride. Um the, the AJ Styles uh Undertaker one. Again, I, I shine on it earlier. We we shit on it, you know, at first when they were using their real name. But again, getting that backstory of why Undertaker chose AJ after AJ, you know, immediately was like, This is what we need to do. Taker wants to wrestle. Let me be that guy. And then, oh, yeah, COVID happens, you know, and, and they do something out of the ordinary. And it worked. Yes, they stole it from Matt Hardy. Uh, but it worked in, you know, in a fun way to close out. Yeah. 
over the year. Um, and then, uh, I have to say, Kenta um, attacking Naito after Naito gets his moment. I yeah. think that was a good angle to set up your next match, to set up that feud. You have Kenta coming into New Japan after a staple with Noah, uh, you know, literally lost shuffle or injured uh, NXT uh, into, you know, coming out and, and just saying, no, I'm going to beat up your champion, you know, like, and then I'm going to demand a shot. So I, I thought that was a really, really awesome angle into that. Yeah, we knew the, we knew the results. So that was kind of a bummer. Maybe they should have extended it, but you know, it's new Japan. We always got to trust the process unless you're Ryan to this back end of 2020. <laughs> um, and uh, Randy Orton into any angle that he's been in, honestly, whether it was, you know, heading into the Rumble, uh, of course, the stuff with Edge in the Rumble, you know, did RKO and then Edge throwing him over and then, of course, setting up their match at Mania, lackluster or not, the build was tremendous. The build with Galloway for SummerSlam is, is great. Um, and, you know, Tim doing good stuff. Um, and I don't know if it was him with Shane that was that 2019 that whole craziness uh with Orton and Yeah, that sounds like him and FTR yeah. and all that. Yeah, that was that was last year. Okay. But anywho, cuz he was still a heel then. Heel. Um and I'm going to throw it out there if you don't watch being the elite, I I would say start because you know, they they've always teased the elite kind of dissolving and what, of course, involving Hangman Page, Kenny Omega, and, of course, the Young Bucks here. But it's where, you know, everyone thought uh, Adam Page was going to turn. Now it's slowly building where it's like, okay, Kenny, who are you? Are you DDT, Kenny? Or are you the cleaner, Kenny? So, you know, it, it's a lot of different moving pieces of what's going to happen. When is it going to happen? You talk about drawing out. This has been, you know, teasing this, you know, kind of uh, late last year into this year. Um, of course, and then with the tag matches and final with Omega and Adam Page getting that tag team championship before the Bucks there um, was a really cool idea. And then, of course, Adam Page now hanging out with uh, with FTR and kind of saying, okay, what do we do with the, you know, where, where the stance with the elite? Uh, it's some interesting stuff. So whether it's on YouTube or on TNT, it's, it's going to be uh, hopefully great payoff to a pretty good angle so far. Nice. Yeah, they, they do they do a good job with it. They they really expand those angles out. It's it's worth watching. It definitely is. Great companion piece, yeah. Uh my uh top five heels. Um I don't wanna put her into anything positive, but she's truly a heel because I can't stand her. Uh number five is Nia Jax. Um she's Whoa. she's a heel. She injures you the ones you love. <laughs> the ones you love. She deserves to get it. <laughs> um, Whether they uh, like it or not. <laughs> she is not like most girls. Uh, number four, because he, he's a big enough heel that he's, hell, he's turned me against my, my company, but evil. He's truly evil. Now, he, I mean. It lives up to the name. Yeah, I mean, he, he turned on Naito. Nido didn't care, but he turned on him anyway. I just, like, I mean, whether you like it or hate it, it was a big, bold move, so I got to put him on the list. I got to be, I got to be rational. So he makes it. Uh, number three, Kaito Ishida. 
holy hell, is he amazing. He is such a dirtbag, and I love it. I just <laughs> love every, I When he... He was always a good, you know, mid-card, middle-of-the-road guy who was young, and maybe one day he was going to get a push. And they put him heel. He beats the Sumu, gets that brave gate, and he is just taking the rocket, strap it to his back, and he's gone. Yeah, I thought Io uh, Nabi would have been the uh, the goat of that of those two uh, guys, de factoing into Red. But yeah, you're right. Shida just has taken that ball and is like, nope. Oh. The spotlight's gonna be on me, and he's so good too. That's the other thing. It's like he has great matches, and and yeah. you saying that with Hill Watanabe is so perfect because Hill just looks like a piece of shit. Like <laughs> like you look at him you're like that guy. Like yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, Cosmo Sakamoto, <laughs> my dude, man. I love Cosmo. But Kaido Shida came in, and he just has this undeniable charisma that he just brought out. Oh, and he's got that goofy hair, which makes it even better. I like Kaito Ishida. Yep, yep. Kaito Ishida, your Pro Wrestling Summit Junior Heavyweight Champion, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, number two. I don't know what that is. Just, <laughs> that's okay. You watched, <laughs> it on, you watched it on Friday, though. <laughs> number two, Shitaro Ishida, man. He came in and he punked out Jake Lee and all those other bums and was like, get out of my way. I am taking over. And it took the it took the big boss to finally beat him, you know, to stop him. But yeah. that that's one of the reasons why All Japan TV show was probably my favorite thing of the whole year. Because <laughs> wow, God, he was good. And, you know, he would have been number one had it not been for the guy who has the biggest punch me in the face. I want to punch you in the face. Look to him I've ever seen, but. Mr. Red Glasses Overdrive again, Ata. Let's go, man. I love Ata. I love real extreme diffusion. And he's going to probably go baby because they're going to jump him out, and that stable is so good. They continue to turn out baby face stars just by jumping yep. them. And it's like... You think he should go baby over Big, uh, big, big R? Yeah, Big R is just... I think Like honestly, I see that guy. He could he could be a champ. He could be your guy for like six months. You know, getting people you know once they're allowed to clap in Japan and, and getting all rowdy. He's that guy that could pull that because he's got that strength. He's got charisma. He can move. Where I think Ada just naturally, maybe not now. I, I could totally see that face turn for him, but I, I think it might be too soon. Well, and I don't disagree with it. Like I, I do, I do kind of agree. But that's the one thing. Okay, you turn Asa. Well, now next year you can do it to Big R, and you can just keep turning out stars. Because yeah. yes, Ben Hay only had the title for six months, but it was a success. I think he had he had awesome matches. He elevated his career. You know, now mm-hmm. he's he's still a champion. Um, and I mean, it, it, he had a, he had a great run. I mean, he beat Pack, ended it. I mean, Asa's just. They're right back in the same spot. Dragon Gate, it's the one thing I always say about Dragon Gate, man. They know how to make stars. Look at the difference with Shingo in, in New Japan. Right now, New Japan is so flat, and Shingo's out there. Like I said, uh, I, I'm pretty sure I said this last show we talked about it, but everyone's, like, dumbfounded why it's, you know, they're four-on-one in Hiromu to the point Shingo steps in and goes, the only reason I didn't come out there is because he asked me not to. Yeah. Like, 
Why should why does Shingo have to be the guy to do that? Why is Naito not doing it? I understand Sonata doesn't know where he is half the time, so he doesn't say anything. But why why are they not? Why is Naito not jumping in and saying that? Why is Creative not telling him to cut that promo? You know, I know they don't tell him to do the promo because if it's me, (laughs) he couldn't walk to the uh, microphone or the ring. You know. You 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 look at you look at how good Pack became coming out of Dragon Gate. Look at yeah. Ricochet; it was a Dragon Gate guy, and you know now they're finally realizing to use him. But look how good Apollo Cruz is, man! Like he's he's having good stuff with MVP of all people, yeah. and now they're giving him mic time. And I don't like to put over WWE, but he's wow. start he's starting to get comfortable. Yeah, I mean, wow, Nation yeah. was fantastic. Look at Akira Tozawa. Guys like Akira Tozawa would have lost their job two years ago, and he's still hanging around. <laughs> he's got those ninjas, man. In his his, you know, he's his he's the monster. He's the cardinal monster, funny. as he calls himself. Yeah. And yeah. He, he can work with anybody, and he has that undeniable charisma. Mm-hmm. This company Agreed. just gets how to tell stories. It's it's why. Whether whether people love him or hate him because of leaving, that's why Tino, that's why El Lindemann especially is so Ooh. good. It's because of doing all that stuff in Antias, learning how to be a great heel under Shingo before Antias became Red when T Hawk and Atala or in uh, T Hawk and Lindemann left. Like these guys just get it because this company is such it just pumps out talent that are so good. It. It, it ultimately goes down once again. And I don't want to make this a Dragon Gate rant here. You know, I, was, I wanted to keep putting over Ata. But that, that's once again why I say Shingo should have been the guy and not evil. Because Shingo would have yeah. smugly laughed about it. He would have laughed in his face. And if Naito would have gave that I don't give a crap charisma that he gives out half the time nowadays, Shingo would have mm-hmm. slapped the hell out of him and said, show me some fire. Because he don't care. He trained with Naito growing up. So he doesn't... He, He's not going to look True. at Naito as a big star. He's going to go, bitch, I took your titles. Let's make some money. Wake up. You know, they're going to go into Jingo, Jingu next week, and I'm, I bet you Naito's just going to win the titles back. I was like, what would you even do the switch for? Well, yeah, well, that's WWE booking there. <clears throat> yeah. uh, oh. I mean, I didn't to to Bullet Club for, for Dragon Gate, do you think? They could just churn out stars, like churn people out of their system, kind of like Bullet Club would do once, the, you know, they would kick the guys out. Granted, sometimes those guys would go to a different company. But, you know, again, mm-hmm. they, they would still build up that face mentality before they would get kicked out. Is it something along yeah. those lines? Or just entirely different. Where it's a stable where it's known. Is that probably the most popular faction within Dragon Gate, do you think? Or is it oh, R.E.D.? Yeah. Or, no, I mean... I think people really like them, but I mean they're heels. I mean they get treated like heels. Well, oh, the Bullet Club's the heels, but they're you know the biggest faction within that company. I mean it's hard to say because I mean you have Team Dragon Gate, Team Toromon, and Red. And I th- I bet you there's some people that don't aren't behind the Toromon as much because they maybe aren't into Ultimo because they don't know the aspect of it. Yeah. So maybe Team Dragon Gate, but I bet I bet you Red sells a ton of merch. I bet you they really do. Man, I want some of that merch. Yeah. I Well, I, I, I had ordered my damn R.E.D. tracksuit, and my credit card thought there was fraud. That's why I never got it, I found out. 
they're like, somebody's buying something in Japan. And I'm like, no, it was me. It was I just my, and my straight out of KZ time shirt. What do you got for your heels, Alex? Uh, number five. Um, I have a Chico Enquistador uh, from Talking Chapa Mania. Just because the, the Chico and his family man got under the side of the Guerreros and it caused Chavo to try to murder him multiple on multiple yeah. I just got it. They're making fun of the E. I just sort of got that. <laughs> they even had the, I mean, I knew the weight room thing was a comparison to uh, Orton and Edge, but yeah, I just realized that's a play on that. Well done. No, I'm kidding. Tetsuya Endo at number five. Him and uh, him, <laughs> him and Damnation. Fantastic. He's your sweetener. Uh, number four, uh, I got Chris Jericho because, yeah, he's just – he can build your, your promos and your feuds into something. Look what he's done with Orange Cassidy, with Jungle yeah. Boy, just everyone that he's in the ring. He wants his opponents to look good. And that's where, you know, you got to think down the line, Chris Jericho has to be in that top echelon of, of greatest of all time because he understands the business. He knows what's to do. Look what he's done with the inner circle and everything there. And he's just a dastardly heel still, you know, lay champion and, you know, getting the orange juice spilled on him and, and talking shit, you know, against, you know, Jurassic Express, different things like that. But he's just constantly does it and does it well where, you know, you want to cheer, but you still like, no, that guy's a dick. You know, it's, it's yeah. that Chris Jericho is. So for me, he, he hits that really well. Uh, he's Aita. He's glorified Aita. You're like, that guy is such a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> My number three is Aita. Uh, for everything hey! Ryan said, I mean, I've been uh, sorry, Derek Fury, but I've been on that Aita fan club for about, uh, for probably about a year now. So uh, that are alive last year. So, um, but yeah, definitely Aita number three. Uh, number two, I got uh, MJF. He's he's just he, he knows what he's doing. He is your your finisher of a heel. Hell, on the <laughs> recent edition of Dynamite, he threw back to a gif that was going around the internet uh, a couple days before, where he was uh, security for Samoa Joe at an NXT event, and Joe just pushes him. Did the exact same thing on All Elite this past week. So he's he's doing some interesting stuff with the presidential thing with Moxley at the moment. Uh, I, I'm intrigued to see where that goes, but. Uh, you know, with him saying he's undefeated, yada, yada. I mean, MJF is still one of the best to do it. Yep. And my number one, ooh, ah, David Starr. Say, ooh, ah, David Starr. Whoa. <laughs> oh, are you serious? Yeah, it's my number one. Oh, you're tight. Uh, yeah, he's really good at Twitter. Oof. Not in those DMs. Ooh. Dang, I should have Joey Ryan on mine. What's that? I should have Joey Ryan on mine. No, I always forget about that guy. No, well, see what here's I'm such a David Starr fan. Like, yeah. I loved his wrestling. I loved what he stood for when he was, you know, t- spoke out against ROH, spoke, you know, speaks out against the E. You know, I, I'm anti-establishment. I totally get it. And then when that comes out, you're like, oh. Well, so so let me let me lay it this way then, and this is. I don't want to get too into it because we can talk all night about this, but yeah. this, he is the epitome now of 
Do you separate the two? It's just the same thing as Chris Benoit was just a different thing. Yeah. Or Woody Allen or Um, all all that stuff. Kevin Spacey, you know, amazing actor, but yeah. Like, so that's, that's where it's, does, does he automatically just get, nope, never again. Or what a piece of shit human being, but he was a fantastic character. David's, if, David Starr, not whoever he really is, was great. Yeah. Like, just, that's that's going to be the hard good. part his going forward. His explanation, everything, it, it just wasn't good. So No, no. Like, that's, <laughs> that's why I was like, I was like, maybe Joey Ryan actually would have been in his own, he would have been in the nasty category. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, he, he lawyered up, did everything correctly to defend himself, but you know, so I'm not going to say whether he did anything or didn't do anything because he had proof of things after incidents or even True. accused him. But the bottom line is that dude is nasty as shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't, I would never shake that man's hand. <laughs> like, I don't know what she touched or what the hell you were doing. Because some of the shit that you showed the these people that accused you of agreeing to things they wanted to do with you like that shit's nasty you don't I don't want that in my life (laughs) I'm good at what I do but I couldn't imagine half the shit to try I'd be like what I guess I am vanilla damn I almost did the spit take unit earlier oh uh, I almost choked shit (laughs) a simple uh six six pack punch (laughs) um my Face of the year, number five. This is a little biased, and I, and I I took Cody off the list. It would have been Cody, but just because I'm never going to get to do this again, and I know it was only for five days, but whatever. Jushin Thunder Liger. Nice. Um, I don't want to put it as like moments or anything like that because I hated it, but I loved it all at once because yeah. Yeah. you know Great. I mean that's my dude. Like, my three favorite wrestlers growing up as a kid have all now retired. And it's just crazy. I'm like, God, I'm old. But, you know, him, Shawn Michaels, and Ric Flair are all done. Uh, you know, and it's I just like... Ric Flair did just get hit in the nuts. So he was technically back in the room. I love how they did that, the resistance or reliance or whatever. Um, black in the building so he couldn't see the punt, though. <laughs> Because they probably threw another firebomb at a, at a gimmick. So, out of those three wrestlers, who do you show Sydney first? Like, when you have your anthology, who do you show him first? Liger, Michaels, or... He'd three probably like Michaels more. Okay, more Flash. Just because he's Flash. Yeah, I think when he's older, he would like Flair more. Um, Right now, it's not Liger, because every time I put on the Liger mask, he goes, no! And then he runs away. Damn, the, that Fozzie, though, scares the shit out of him, right? <laughs> that was still one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. He hit the button and Chunky dropped it and took off. <laughs> waka waka. Oh, my God. Uh, my number four, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Oh, I, I love mean, it. The fire he exuded that Naito did not exude when evil turned, like, just tremendous. It's so good to see her over back. And he solidified himself as a star. He's, I'm going to go on a limb. And if he is in it, and I may look like a fool for saying this, but he is my pick to win the G1. Oh, man, that would be dope. 
if Naito beats Evil, mm-hmm. and they announce, because I think at Jingu is probably where they're going to announce the blocks, and Hiromu's in the tournament, and they're not, and they're in the, they're in different blocks. That tells yeah. me Hiromu's going to win, and Naito doesn't make the final, and Hiromu's going to Wrestle Kingdom to face Naito. If, I really if we get that match, that. I will take that route. I will take that route any day of the week. Get it done, Gato. I think, I think they see how good he is, because it's just oh even God, the sounds so that he had with with Naito, you know, on, mm-hmm. on, on whatever just discussed or just the different interviews that he did during the the downtime. Uh, yeah, I mean, he. It seemed like he was more out there than their champion. Their double champion was. Yeah, he. Oh, yeah, he, he was way more charisma. There's a reason that they wanted to pull him from his excursion rather than send him on two excursions. Well, you know, well, he is just. And by the way, there was a match that I didn't know existed. I'm trying to remember who it was against, but I saw so. Oh, there was. There's a match somewhere, and I gotta find it. Um, but it's it's. Kama Itachi, so Hiromu when he was on excursion, against mm-hmm. uh, Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson. Really? <laughs> I what? love Chris Dickinson. Like, I want to see that. I don't. I think it might have been from AIW in Chicago or whatever. But I'm not that positive. That in Chicago? I think so, yeah. Oh, Beyond I, I, Wrestling. Was that what it is? It was Beyond. Yeah. Beyond Wrestling. Wow! Right, did you Google it or is it on YouTube? It's on the uh, the New Japan World. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, I know what I'm doing after this. Then I hope you're not lying Chubby to me. Romu, I love Chubby By the way, you should uh, you should cancel progress. It looks like it's going to be on the E now, yeah. and you should get yeah, that internet. That. I got to get that. Yeah, the BJ one. Right? Independent. Yeah, yeah. Get that independent one. That'll give us some more stuff we can watch and uh, talk about. Yeah. I bet there's a lot of good stuff on there that I can find that uh, that you would love. God, Dickinson looks uh, like a baby. <laughs> I love He's Dickinson. He's not even as bad as I just saw him at the uh, that last uh, Atlantic City GCW show. Oh, uh, Hiromo's okay. He's, he's growing his hair out at this time. What's on uh, House of Glory, Pro Wrestling, Beyond Wrestling, and Beyond uh, November 3rd, 2016. Is when the oh uh, yeah 2016 is when it's been. I'm gonna I, well, that's what I'm doing after this. <laughs> and it's on YouTube. It's not on the world. It's on YouTube. Okay. Well, I appreciate you being honest and being able to find it. So I'll give you the W. <laughs> you get to pass on that. <laughs> uh, my number three face, John Moxley. I mean, Ooh. not 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 a lot I got to say there. I mean, that dude's over. That dude's over like a rover, as they say. Uh, speaking of being over, he got his moment. He's on there. Number two, Tetsuya Naito. The know. pop he got was incredible. And this might come off a little weird, and I'm probably the only person that has this on their list anywhere, let alone number one. But my, baby, my, face the, <laughs> my baby face of the year goes to your current Triple Crown champion, Suwama. Oh, okay, okay. Um, you know, he he does Ryan the unthinkable Trump. and beats, beats Miyahara. Uh, March 23rd, gets a pop light and a half for doing it. People were so shocked. But Shitaro Ashino, you know, comes in with one of the best angles in the game 
And Suwama was the dude to take him down. He was the guy to stand up for the company, takes him down, and he's still running and, and dominating his champion, man. And he beat great. the shit out of Yoshitatsu, which was even better. So he automatically <laughs> got points for that. Somebody said, damn, I wish they would have put Suwama and Tatsu in the same block so he could have whooped his ass again. <laughs> By the way, before you give me your faces, between yep. September 12th and like October 18th, the G1, the Champion Carnival, and the N1 Victory are all going on at the same time. Oh, my God. When is that? Um, September 12th until like October 18th. That like five weeks? Yeah. It's all three tournaments. Oh, I thought you said that they were all going to be on on the same night one night, like October 12th, I thought you said. I was like, what? Oh, I'm yeah, sure I know all three nights are all on together. So I'm I'm trying to watch the DDT, King of DDT. I'm caught up on stardom for the most part, and I got the Tokyo Joshi Pro Princess of Princess Cup to watch. By the time I get all caught up and those are all complete, then, then it's going to be the G1, N1, and the Champion Carnival. This is gonna be, uh, but I I can't I I love it so it's gonna be yeah awesome. I'm I'm excited to watch the uh, the Noah tournament that's for sure Dude, they got uh, Katsuko Nakajima and Kanoa are in the same block I about tip my table over. <laughs> well, remember that conversation we had the other night we were talking about that we we're like oh shit this is gonna happen that's gonna happen and oh I just yeah. God, yeah, Kiyomiya, Mokazuki, um, yeah, Kano Nakajima, that was the big one. Yeah, we're like, holy shit. Ooh, let's go. The first night, that's going to be insane. I mean, go big or go home. Um, my number five, Drew McIntyre, your world champion, doing any and everything that he can do. Uh, I, I'm all for this. I, I think he's carrying that championship very well. Um, you know, he's putting on, I, I'd say, good matches. Uh, him and Lesnar at Mania was 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 watchable. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Lesnar was, uh, you know, that that opponent where you, you kind of had the inkling, you know, to be uh, Galloway Mania or McIntyre Mania or what have you, but, but Lesnar was doing a job. And, you know, he only does that for people he likes and respects. So, you know, that right there is, is you know, definitely deserves a spot on the list. Uh, number four, I have Kofi, uh, you know, from, from doing moonsaults off the top of cages, hitting ward lows, uh, from uh, becoming and creating a, a not a mid-card championship, but a TNT uh, championship there to elevate it, to make it the best in the business. Sorry, Moxley. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, to essentially bury all any and any incoming talent, uh, except Eric Rowe, and don't believe everything you read on the internet. Uh, number three, I got Tetsuya Naito, uh, just due to the fact that, again, he wins the gold. He wins two championships, one he despises in the Intercontinental, uh, and then, of course, again, I'm surprised at, at Dash, he just didn't give it to someone. That would have made more sense, and that's how you break the belts up. Uh, but I digress. You know, loses them to evil, you know, just uh, a month and a half ago there. So it's, you know, it is what it is. Uh, unfortunately, kind of fall in there, but who knows? In Gato, we hopefully trust. Uh, number, uh, number, where am I at? Number three, right? Oh, that was number three. No, uh, number two. Yep. Uh, number two, I have, uh, <laughs> this is pretty crazy, Orange Cassidy. Uh, that guy, talk about being over as, you know, over than Grover, Orange Cassidy, <laughs> uh, you know, 
I had Moxley in that spot, but my thing with Cassidy, with the work that he's did with Jericho, the stuff with best friends, him and Pac uh, at Evolution, just you know, kind of stealing hearts and and you know, just people saying, okay, this guy isn't just your slow motion cool wrestler. This guy can actually work. And you know, I think he's been you know, if not as popular as their world champion when it comes down to that, because my number one is the ticking time bomb. There was a point in time yeah. where we would discuss on Sportscast Radio in the early incarnation of WrestleCast where Takahashi was the best wrestler in all of the planet, the circa 2017. And he's, you know, started that, that year off right with Will Ospreay at Wrestle Kingdom and, of course, being a part of Jushin Liger's final match at Wrestle Kingdom Night 2 in, in a damn awesome uh, tag match of uh, rivals uh, turning into uh, into teammates there and uh, just fantastic stuff. Again, the, the match I wanted to see the anniversary show with him and Aito. Uh, but if Ryan's booking correct, I'm all for uh, Kingdom 2021 for that action there. So I took a look here. Um, aside from the night of the finals, that they're doing one, two, three, four. So five nights, four matches on each. So it's only 20 matches. That's an easy mm-hmm. ass watch. Um, and the N one is one, two, three, four, five, six nights of four matches. And then the seventh night, which is eight days later has six matches. So there's only 50 matches between the two. That's, that's the, the no different than watching 10 nights of the 18 nights of the G one. Oh, so it's actually wow. going to be a pretty easy watch. Uh, and yeah. By the way, um, mark your good. calendars. Um, Alex, if you ever uh, decided to finally uh, uh, come back to the Twin Cities, um, I think that needs to be whenever the hell September 15th is. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if they're, they're, they're not. That's, that's a couple days before the end one starts. September 15th, Yuma Aoyagi and Yoshitatsu. We rip on Tatsu, but that'll probably be pretty good, right? Yeah. It's uh, got some talent, yeah. It's killing. That's probably, I mean, Aoyagi could probably get into a three and a quarter. As much as I, I mean, I used to think Tatsu was Yoshihashi like 12 years ago, but but Tatsu last year in the carnival, uh, he had me impressed. You know, it, it yeah. made me not skip through his matches. So I, I harp on him, you know, staying with Hashi this year in the cup. Two matches were, they were serviceable, they were watchable. You know, so I'm sure. Yeah, that could be good. Yeah, and and we, you know, we praise Yuma Aoyagi all the time. So yeah, oh, yeah, that match could be a very could be a sleeper. If it's a baton passer to Aoyagi, then I'm for it. The other three matches on the card: uh, Jiro Eikerman Kuroshio against Zeus. <laughs> Does Eikerman get squashed? Do you think? Do you think that's the match where they say you're going to get your one loss and it's going to be Zeus? So Zeus looks good in, in one match, and then I he goes on. I wouldn't say it couldn't happen because if he pulls those shenanigans, Zeus might whip his ass. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to tell him that I look better in a suit than you. Um, yeah, that's true. He also does. on the same show, um, as much as we we shit on him, and as much as we are hoping that he truly doesn't become the next champion, but. There's a good chance that he probably does, but this looks good. Suwama, Jake Lee, they always okay. put on a great match together. And the same show has Kento Miyahara and Shotaro Ashino. Oh, my gosh. 
could be the show of the year. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you remember when we were talking last week when we were both on our vacations, when we were talking about uh, those matchups, that I texted 9-15. Because you were like, we get a Shino Miyahara? And then I was like, because that's when I was doing my WWE booking, because I was like, oh, another bleeping, because uh, I just a Yoshi Tattoo Zeus file, you know, your A and B champion. They're like, what? Well, <laughs> we get a Shino Miyahara. And I was like, yeah, 915 that happened. So yeah. some pretty damn good matches on that on that night for Dude, sure. Suwama Jake Lee, Zeus Aikaman, Aoyagi Tatsu, and Miyahara Ashino. That is one hell That's of like a line. That's like a summer vacation lineup, yeah. There, there's, I don't think there's anything that G1 is going to put out to match that night. Unless we get like Osprey back and Robbie Eagles back, and well, he would even probably be in it. Robbie Eagles, uh, you mean, I just feel like Robbie Eagles, Jay White. Yeah, we'll be I in mean, action this. Year. Damn, that's a good card. Wow, Man. that's awesome. I, I am better than my in. my Doki card I got on that New Japan card. What? <laughs> now that I laughed, George, like, what the hell is that? I started laughing. <laughs> I was like, come on, cuz. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I just, I just wanted to jump in with that. 50 matches between uh, between the two for 12 shows. That is not a hard watch. That's actually easy to go through, so I'm excited for that. Um, field of the year. Uh, I have one honorable mention. Honorable mention. It's uh, Rational Fans versus Fiend Fans. I think that's a great feud throughout <laughs> the social media. <laughs> uh, number five, it. brought it up a few times, don't need to bring it up again, Nick Gage, Ricky Shane Page. Had to bring it lower because we're, never, we're probably not going to get a conclusion to it, but it was really good. Uh, my number four is the Elite versus the Inner Circle. Oh, nice. Uh, number three, Tetsuya Naito versus Kenta, which you talked about earlier as well. Uh, one that I'm sure is going to come up on your ballot as well. My number two, All Out versus Yoshihiko. Just a, oh, it's a masterpiece. I, I don't want to, I don't want to take your thunder away, so I'll leave it be. Uh, but number one, which I've <laughs> talked about a plenty, so I don't really need to get into it again. Infant Streamblade versus All Japan Pro Wrestling was so awesome. It, it literally was exactly what we had been hoping and begging and praying and asking for was something to give all Japan a shot in the arm. And this is it. When those guys came in, it was like, okay, here we go. Fred, I mean, Yusuke Kodama fit in perfectly in that junior division. Kuma Arashi came in and he is the perfect guy to, to do that Hiroki Goto type big hoss, great match mid card role where he doesn't need to do too much, but he's going to be just fine. Uh, I mean, Hokuto Omori turning heel, where the only thing he knows how to do is just give the finger to Kento Miyahara. It was tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, Shotaro Shido is Shotaro Shido. So, I, fantastic feud. I, I wish it would have went on longer, but I'll take what I got. That was That's that's my feuds of the year. Uh, number five for me is, uh, as I kind of alluded to a little earlier, uh, on being the elite on YouTube every Monday, I believe, at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, just kind of the the tension between the elites, uh, Adam Page. Um, and now, again, as I mentioned earlier, you know, where Kenny Omega's in that Adam Page spot earlier this year. And Page, is, you know, is kind of 
new friends, if you will. Uh, so that that's definitely a pretty good brewing feud there. Uh, also, number four, uh, <laughs> can't believe I'm saying this, but Sex Ferguson and Chad, uh, too bad uh, from not only having a great opener, uh, <laughs> opening segment uh, for Talking Chopamania, but having a damn, damn good Boneyard match in that main event uh, and some pretty damn good stuff. Uh, shout out to Softball Championship Wrestling. Uh, I don't want to be buried. Don't bury me. I don't want to die. Don't bury me alive. Well, Alan, um, number three for me. Again, shit's crazy, man. When I'm having these two, where in the beginning, I was like, DDT, what is this? You're you're shoving guys, uh, you know, heads in the asses. You know, you're, you're teabagging other dudes. But uh, uh, Dino, um, who's your your iron heavyweight champion a kajillion times there. Um, and, and Antonio Honda with, yes! with DDT and DDT uh, TV, just because they've had like six, seven matches and they've all been different, whether it's in a dream, whether it's in a secluded ring, whether it's all around the uh, bar area, you know, where they wrestle there. Um, just some crazy, crazy stuff. Dan Dino uh, again, it was a where I texted you, I was like, dude, what are you giving me watch to me think, wow, this is just creative, it's fun storytelling, and uh, and that one wrestler who I forgot his name, uh, shout out to uh, Kigo Nakamura, but he's running mate, the other young lion uh, waking up in Dino's bed uh, during that Honda match was still something, was something about this world. Uh, number two. Uh, hey, don't don't forget. Uh, uh, don't forget. I know it's not part. Oh, you're talking about Hideki Okatani when he's in the bed. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I still love Makoto Oishi. They're doing like the sequence that he finally makes it. That he did not, like falls and breaks his neck or whatever. That's right. That's right. I know it's not oh, the thing, but I still laugh when they're that's like good. sad and dancing like Titanic and shit. That he he makes it out. And he falls down the stairs, and they're like, "Oh!" And then he's like, "Dude!" And it's him in the mask. <laughs> oh, oh my god! I love it. I love go, it. Go go. Uh, number two, uh, wrestling versus COVID nineteen. And number one, if you would have told me the best food and some of the best yes. wrestler yes. of 2020 so far involved, I don't know, the face of the company and his, uh, and his group, uh, Takashita, and of course, All Out, going against Yoshihiko. Yoshiko has had a storied history, uh, not only in DDT, but made an appearance with Game Changer Wrestling uh, just about a month uh, month or so ago uh, in Atlantic City there, where uh, Yoshiko faced Joey Janela. Um, Yoshiko has faced, of course, the likes like UPS. I think <laughs> so. You the championship like is there. UPS that shit. Like... Here, quick. <laughs> Send this doll. <laughs> but I will say, Shuma Katsumata, Makito, yes. and Katsuke Takashita, three of the, I would say, some of the best specimens in wrestling. I mean, Katsumata, with his hardcore wrestling style, um, is just a, such a fantastic faction in itself. But when getting out did 
and out wrestled um, by Yoshihiko and and his handler. It's it's just some fantastic stuff. The hardcore match that Yoshihiko and, and Junma Katsumata had was 25, almost 30 minutes of some of the greatest hardcore stuff I've seen. Falling through tables, falling off ladders, falling on tacks, chairs, what have you. It just made it so much better. And then when they had their own uh, on on the WWE cinematic matches with uh, with Konosuke Takashita and Yoshihiko at night of Peter Pan, just a freaking masterpiece. So that's my feud so far in 2020. Probably oh, my yeah. feud when it's all said and done. Yoshihiko all out. Watch DDT Wrestling, everybody. Google it. Dude, and could, what got it. it works Taka. perfectly on Xbox to stream. Kidoski Takashita like threw a bomb at Yoshihiko. Like, he was like, a heel, against- and that guy's good. That guy's like as baby face as you can get. But <laughs> he was heel against the blow up doll. That's oh awesome. man, and don't forget when those son of a bitches, sons of bitches ripped Akihiro's arm off. Oh, and the ref had to yeah. stop the match. Yep. They're like, no, it's enough. As Akito Yoshihiko- was on the board of directors of the murder. <laughs> And he fighting. Okay, he said, that is so okay. I he he's got he's got Yoshihiko tied up into a ball, making Yoshihiko watch <laughs> as, as Kenoshi Takashita rips. Yeah, I love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> so good. Uh, company We're of the year for me. What's that? No, I'm going to flip the script here. Company. Uh, I'm going to go number five, oh, Game Change Wrestling. Uh, number four, Dragon Gate. Number three, AEW. But because my number one and my number two will start, of course, number two. But because they did their weekly shows, or New Japan was even saying shit, these two companies were putting on quality, quality shows every Saturday, every Sunday for seven, eight weeks. And it was yeah. build storylines. And it was so damn good. I flipped and flopped, but I got to go no. To all Japan Pro Wrestling, number one, GDT. It's just Hell so yeah, damn good. And oh yeah, Peter Pan happened. Nights one and nights two, nine hours of breeze. My <laughs> uh, number five is AEW. I thought after how they kind of were being a little uh, not what I had hoped for. Ending 2019, they came out with a bang in 2020. Oh yeah, so I give them credit. I dumped on him earlier, but I mean, arguably two of the greatest shows we had ever seen. Uh, New Japan is at number four. Number three, Stardom. Stardom has been home run after home run this year. I think that I think Stardom has more four plus star matches of any company I have. Wow. I mean, it's Jungle Kyoto and Miyu Miyu, uh, uh, Iwatani was. I mean, full five. Miyu Iwatani has had, she might be the most solid, highest rated in-ring worker this entire year for me. I don't know how many matches I have at four and three quarters, four and three quarters, five stars, four and a quarter. She is just on another level this year. She, I mean, I'll get to her later when we talk the female, but. Yeah, Demtris wants you to get on that bandwagon talking to (laughs) your Stardom has just been, you know, if you're not into stardom, now is the time to jump on their Grand Prix. The opening night of the Grand Prix, they gave you Julian Mayo Iwatani, and they went in there and just had a banger. Uh, I mean, not nothing more to say. And as it Alex sucks because I can't have 
these wonderful women on my list because I have yet to watch the match. And I'm sure if I would, these women would probably be in my five. You would be shocked how good they are. Now, Stardom, do you watch that on your Xbox then? Does it stream like DDT? With a I watch everything. It, it would. It's as their own website. I've used the Amazon Fire Sticks, uh, the Firefox browser, and watched on there. Oh, I never thought of that. Okay. Um, but otherwise, I do all my watching on my PC. Yeah. Just because I have three monitors, so I can watch it while doing something Wait, else. Wait, are you the hacker? Else. I don't know, man. What I, was I can't that talk about that. Stopped? I don't know. They've done that like seven times in the last 30 CM years and Punk. stopped it. CM Punk. <laughs> uh, my number two, DDT, and my number one, All Japan. As he mentioned, their weekly TV shows are just incredible. Uh, I mean, they, they said they said COVID schmovid, and they just put on some <laughs> fantastic wrestling. Alex, what you got for your top five most improved? So, bro, this, this is weird stuff. Because, like, for these, I don't know who's been wrestling for three years. I thought so and so been wrestling for a year. Like, well, not the young nine guy. years. No, no, not, I get that. The... I know, okay. no, I get that. So, so this is where I'm going with this. Improved young gun breakout. It, it, it's crazy for me because a lot of these people are new. I, I don't watch YouTube a lot. I, you know, not as much, much as I do now for the last couple of months. But, like, for me, it was hard to get all of these. From a rough last year for improved, it was kind of tough because I was like, well, I mean, it's like movies and music. I only watch and listen to something I know that's going to be good. I don't really waste my time. Like a Yoshihashi. That's why I would skip a lot of his matches. For the New Japan Cup, I watched because I was like, hey, it's New Japan. It's back. So with improved gun breakout, I kind of just kind of molded together, if that makes that's sense. Cool. So, yeah, so what I'm going to do, I'm going to have you go through these three you're improved, and then Young Gun and Breakout, I'll just kind of get the top five there. Okay, so my most improved at number five, I had Tam Nakano from Stardom. She's always been good, but it just felt like this year with the the people retiring and, and leaving and such that she grabbed that ring and really stepped up, and she's becoming a big player. Um, okay. She's in a great feud with Julia, too, that just kind of started kicking off a little bit, too. They were the finals of the Wonder Stardom White Belt Championship tournament and, and Tam Nakano she's she's really coming into her own number four this is the next guy that I'm assuming the WWE will screw up because every time they see a, that, that they have a sure uh, 90 seconds ladies and gentlemen by the way if you get cut off with us you'll be able to podcast this iTunes Stitcher Google Play iHeartRadio Spotify uh, Anchor FM whatever you want to anything you listen to your, to your podcast on iTunes We'll be, you can get the rest of it on there. Sometimes it cuts off when it does hit the two-hour mark. Thank you all for listening as well. But make sure to come back uh, after or just right here on blogtalkradio.com. You can, you can get it back after it's over. Um, but probably the most surefire star that they have right now uh, that's young and up and coming and, and has just improved light years over the last Ooh. year when I said this, this guy was part of a, part of a tandem that needs, needs some work, but they have a bright future. This guy's going to be a star. They'll probably screw him up, but Montez Ford, I think he okay. is just tremendous. Great mannerisms. Yeah, he, he gets it. Everything, he does everything right. And if they develop him, he bulks a little bit. He doesn't need to bulk up too much. He's, 
He he does you know he's he's that Kofi size, but he could put some more on. He's got a bigger chest than Demtris. Yeah, he does B- big time. That's for sure. And but that guy's like, a champion. He's stupid <laughs> athletic. He has charisma. He can cut a promo. He captivates the camera, so they'll probably mm-hmm. screw it up. But I mean, his his improvement has been tremendous. Uh, number love- three, the current two AW champion Ayato Yoshida, from being Taka's young boy that he brought into New Japan, yeah, um, to leaving the company to getting over to All Japan, joining Jin, to now being the two AW champion. And what you got to see that awesome match he had with uh, Yuji Okabayashi. Yep. So Ayato Yoshida, boom, right up there. My number two improved show Tanaka from Rapungi 3K. This Ooh. guy is just, just he he took that little bit of rub he got last year and he's built off it. And Yo went down with an injury and Show grabbed it and just ran with it. And this guy is a bona fide star. They know it. I wouldn't be shocked if we don't even see a Rapungi 3K reunion in a year or whenever Yo's back because I don't He's think the they're going to do that. Party. Yeah. Like I've yeah, said I mean, since, he, I, since I saw Rapungi 3K for the first time, I was like, oh, that guy's your star. That mm-hmm. That's your future of this. I said that. I was like, that is your future of this company is Shotanaka. Yeah. He looks, he, yeah, his size, but oh. that strength, he has that look. And my God, it, him and Shigo, that's that feud. That's the feud that has made him, and that is the feud I believe that will define it 10, 15 years down the line, is you will say Shingo Tanaki, Shotanaka from 2019 into 2020. Because those matches right there, yes, in tournaments, and some for the open, you know, never, uh, never open weight championship. So with that aspect, you know, they, they, they mold and mesh so well. Um, that it just it makes sense that they are you know again going to be synonymous with each other for their whole careers. I mean, yeah, hundred percent, man. He's he he's just stepped up, and and he had a, and he don't a and he had that blonde hair. So <laughs> you know, and it was perfect too because you know you have that issue where your partner goes down, and instead of something bad happening, he tur- he just he said, "I'm just going to make myself a star." And mm-hmm. he just went ham. Uh, and my number one most improved, I mean, you're going to hear her name come up a lot in the next bit. Uh, <laughs> current white belt champions, Julia. She I is. <laughs> you know, she left there. There was a lot of scrutiny. She came in at the end scrutiny of the. From you. At the end of, yeah, I was. I, I didn't like it because of, you pissed. know, the people leaving, you know. And. I, I watched her and I watched what she did at the end of the year in December with that great match with, um, with Hanakamura. And then oh, yeah. January rolls around and you could tell they're starting to push her. And she went from just, you know, she looked like Kamatami before he became like a rest, like a, like a full on wrestler wrestler. You know, mm-hmm. she she had just a a, a basic, you know, n- nothing going body that she she definitely didn't work on. She was kind of slow in the ring. She didn't really have she she wasn't putting it together with the with the psychology, and but but she had a great look, and they knew she had a look, and they started pushing her. And if you take January to right now, I mean, this girl is shredded. 
Like she took this push seriously. She's in the mm-hmm. best shape I've ever seen somebody get in in six months. She suddenly that was all in six policy. months. Yeah, it, like if you My look God. at her, look, look at her Instagram in January and look at her right now. Well, I mean, I she mean her traps joke. has traps. Like, oh my God! Like she, she would make Elijah blush if you ever showed Elijah her. <laughs> she she was she was kind of flabby a little bit in the midsection, and now she's like just toned up, like nothing. Her back is like just shredded. I mean, she's got biceps coming in. Like Ooh, she, sheer inspiration. I, I don't know, man. That's that's the epitome of maybe it should be of you, you want to push, show me what you can do, and she goes, "Hold my beer." You know what I mean? Yeah, like hold my and, support. And her her matches have gotten better every single time I've watched her. She's figured it out. She's got the most charisma of almost anybody in that company, and everything she does, like psychology wise, the moves she does. She takes any bump I've ever like. Somebody throws a kick at her. She like leans in with her head, like just kill me. Like I, I went from despising the fact that she came into this company and I didn't think she belonged. She was nothing more than an ice ribbon tag wrestler with Takia Sora or whoever the hell she was tagging with. And now I'm like, get out of her way. <laughs> like it. This is one of the most improved like seven months I've ever seen somebody have in wrestling. It's just it's mind blowing how great she became. Has she faced the likes of uh of Momo Watanabe or Starlight Kid Jet? Uh, I know she's faced Momo. I don't know about Starlight. My thing is is I I'm afraid if I watch Stardom, I'm going to get hooked. And I was feeling that before RIP Hana. Um because she intrigued me. But then Julia's watching the stuff off of the Piro pages. Throughout the course of this year, I was like, I just need to get on it. <laughs> like, I, I was like, we have access. I just haven't watched it. And and I wanted to start watching this Grand Prix. But like you said, only the second night is dropped off Wednesday and Thursday. So uh, that that definitely could be in, in, in the future there. And oh, it, it'll be a good of jumping off part because then I could start getting to know wrestlers match by match. I mean, it was, it was great, man. I, I give the kudos the kudos all right um, so did you want me to do young gun also did you want me so to keep going through all three let me let me just run through my, my 10 here so it'll be kind of a bridge of a breakout young gun um and I, i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna start off with uh, bianca belair i think she just has it the est nice. i just finally got what it meant um <laughs> and you know maybe about six months ago uh having a fantastic performance at the rumble uh, the NXT show uh, prior to Rumble, but man, when her and Charlotte stood total in that ring, I said, that's the mania match I want in two years' time. That's the match that will make her a star. because And, and they made her. They, they have that glimmer. I heard she hasn't been booked as of late on Raw, you know, minus an appearance here or there. But I did see her in Ruby Riot. I did watch them tag, and I didn't hate them. So I will say uh, Bianca Belair, definitely on that list. Sunny Kiss also from All Elite Wrestling. Great match with Cody. Some great stuff uh, tagging with Joey Janela. I love this tandem. Again, they had a random cinematic, you know, spot. They were at a gas station, and they fought off ninjas, and it was an enjoyable six minutes <laughs> of screen time. At least, you know, I, I didn't golf. I stopped. I watched. I laughed. I was intrigued. And, and Sunny Kiss has that charisma, the athleticism. Um, and again, go watch that Cody 
match from Dynamite from about a month ago the TNT Championship. Great, great stuff. Orange Cast again, this guy's probably been wrestling for 10 years, Ryan, so that's why I'm like, I don't know if he's improved, if he's a young son or a breakout, um, but for me, he definitely has broken out into the pseudo-mainstream, depending on who you talk to as a wrestling fan, since, you know, AEW still isn't in the lexicon or in the space of WWE just yet, um, but Orange Cassidy has definitely made that mark and uh, revolution with his match against Pac as again one of the uh, instances where that star was raised. Uh, and essentially, the next couple uh, are going to be all that I saw from uh, Game Changer Wrestling um, at Homecoming uh, this year. And, oh, nice. and I'm going to say, we already knew about the Rascals, so I'm not going to go with the Rascals there. But uh, Calvin Tankman, I believe, is yeah. the best talent. My God. Not only do we have a phenomenal match against Chris Dickinson, I don't know if you got a chance to watch tonight too yet, but this was a fantastic big man hoss battle with athleticism and swear words and Chris Dickinson rage, and it was just awesome. And Dickinson giving him the rub, going on the mic, saying words, and saying GCW just found their new big man. I a hundred, a hundred agree there. So, Kevin Tankman, I cannot wait to watch a more of him. And uh, these next couple of guys are... I've known of them for a couple of years. I've seen them in person. Uh, but Alex Zay, who I loved from, uh, yeah. from uh, GCW, uh, the 4th of July, the backyard stuff uh, from 2019, had some great matches at a homecoming this year. Uh, Blake Christian, uh, it's kind of like his, yeah. uh, his rival slash, you know, teammates. But they will again be synonymous because they had a to the wall match uh, that night. One Trey Lamar, uh, I was bummed yeah. I missed him at uh, Warrior Wrestling. Uh, so you know Trey Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Lamar, a lot of sism of these guys that I, you know, everyone that I've mentioned so far. It's it's just unfathomable to me that these guys exist and they're amazing. Um, and I cannot wait to see more and hopefully the exposure in the next couple of years. Everyone will get a chance to. Uh, now, for my final two, I'm going to go again. DDT and All Japan Wrestling during this time has, has caused me to watch and, and you know notice different wrestlers. But the wrestlers that they have showcased these final two, uh, put them in, in storylines, put them with wrestlers uh, that, that make sense to show the growth. Uh, you know, Francisco Akira had the crowd yeah. back beforehand. You team him with Kento Miyahara. You have him working and doing aerobics with Kento Miyahara. You're going <laughs> to get that rub. You're going to get you know, just better in and out of the ring, and it's fantastic. And my number one, you can flippity-flop whatever you have. The guy doesn't win matches, but the guy sure has fucking charisma, and it's wonderful to see him show in and show out Kigo Nakamura. Yeah. My breakout improved whatever the hell you want to say. Young Gunner for sure, but Kigo Nakamura tops my 2020 so far. Let's go. I like it, man. That's fantastic. The one guy, too, and I didn't put him on my list because it hasn't happened yet, but I think the guy over like an Alex Zane that's going to really yeah. break out out of that, out of that kind of group of game changer 
is, I don't remember him from the, the sixth way the first night. He wore all white. Uh, Benjamin Carter. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. That guy is going to be something. He's He just, I think he's a little farther along too, which helps. But, yeah, I, fantastic list. Uh, I, ironically enough, a month or two ago when me and Kyle kind of started putting together our roster for Apex, mm-hmm. uh, the 25th guy, basically the, the last guy to get cut, was that was Kelvin Tankman. And oh. a part of me kind of is like, damn, should we have not done that since now he's starting to get exposure? Or, <laughs> like, because, I don't know, we just, for whatever reason, I think it's because we already had Willie Mack. So we already had that big athletic guy. Yep. And we had Black Taurus, who's a big athletic guy. So we kind of already had that kind of a person. So we mm-hmm. didn't do it. But, yeah, Tankman, ironically enough, and now, of course, he's starting to get big. And we're like, dang, maybe we should have kept him. But I, I, I he's got that Keith Tank. Lee appeal, man. But yeah, he's God, he can move. He's a good worker. He reminds me a lot, and I know it's not the same body type, but he reminds me a lot when uh, Warbeard Hansen was running solo. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yes, big yes. dude, but he can move. You know, he's doing things, and you're like, that guy shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. Like that's or um. Uh, uh, AC, uh, for the the big big dude who's been doing some impact. He does some Chicago indies. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen him before. Uh, uh-uh. But he he was on one of the uh, oh, Gunshman officially with MLW. Oh wow, that's cool, man. Signed in June. Oh, and he's got an awesome shirt. It's called Heavyweight Hustle. Hell yeah! <laughs> I, I can't. The, the he was not at Slammiversary. Maybe it was that Bound for Glory. Is where it, when when he was on the. I don't even have well, that. Well, when Bound Ace, for Glory when Ace is, uh, took the finish and just up and walked out of the ring. <laughs> is that he's a he's a big big fat dude. Wow. Talking about me again. Thanks, man. AC Romero. That's his last name. I couldn't think of his name. Oh yeah, AC is good. Yeah, like that's another one of those guys like Tateman. But I think Tateman, Tateman's got Lee Moriarty again. Lee Moriarty is, great. is awesome. <laughs> he had that awesome match with ACH. Was it was yes. him and ACH, right? Or was that no Trey uh, Lamar and ACH? Yeah, Trey Lamar the first. Yeah, Game Changer is starting to really become that that cool indie where we're starting to see these guys that are getting like it, Alex Zane works some. Uh, oh, we've Japan been talking US them coach. for over a year. We've known. Yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Get on the bandwagon, bitches. Um, <laughs> my uh, my young guns. Uh, number five, man. You talked about Blake Christian. Uh, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of things he does really well. He's a, he's a big flippy guy. But if he starts kind of coming into his own, um, there's another guy from Game Changer I almost put on that list too, and that's Jordan Oliver. The, yeah. He's a, a CZW Wired. Him and Myron Reed. Yep. Yep. Okay. He's part of uh, Young Dumb and Broke. Uh, he's he's like a shitty Jack Evans, uh, but he's pretty good. <laughs> he had an awesome match I watched the other day against B-Boy from CZW. And I'm watching, and I'm like, God, I want to see this, this guy get his ass kicked. Wait, and, uh, but unlike Jack Evans, he'll he'll take a bump. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Dragon Evans Gate thing. from like 20 or 9 we're watching. <laughs> yeah, like, 
Oh, I really have to pull that up again. That was the show where Liger or beat Shima for the title, I think. Uh, yeah. Hey, why I, Shima and OW, uh, OWE uh, beefing with each other? He's just got an ego, and I think it gets the best of him, which is weird. Apparently, he's not a very good – I mean, he's a good person, but he's not a good business person. Like, he's a Paul Heyman, essentially, of Japanese wrestling yeah. is what I've kind of concurred. Damn, that sucks. Like he's a nice guy. Like I think he's a very yeah. Nice well, guy. yeah, that, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like within the wrestling business, he mm-hmm. just says so many different things to so many different people when all they want is just a true answer or a solution, yeah. and he just but, runs yeah, them around. Everyone talks about AEW releasing B Priestley, Sadie Gibbs, and uh, Jimmy Havoc who retired. So Thanks, like, Osprey. Really all that. Um, but they also released T Hawk and Lindemann. Oh. When did that happen? Um, uh, the same time. It just for whatever reason didn't get reported. I found out when I was trying to figure out about the. I was trying to ask somebody about did, did they just did Jimmy Havoc just get released because he retired or you know and did, did the two women just get released because they can't bring him back to the company so they just don't. There's no point of keeping him under roster. And it was essentially mm-hmm. the it was that or their contracts ran out and they just chose to not renew them if that's what they want to call a release. But Tiak and Lindemann can't get into the country, so it's like there's no yeah. point in bringing him back. That makes that makes sense. So hopefully when shit gets back to reality in 2022, we can uh, see Lindemann and yeah. Get that AEW. I mean, well, and, and from everything I've heard is, is Tony Khan is a mark for T-Hawk. So I'm sure he wanted Who to is him. I mean, yeah, the, no the guy, I mean, if Kata was it, I mean, God forbid, if he never existed, T-Hawk would be the guy in New Japan. Yeah, I buy that. <laughs> I mean, Tiak, you, you have like he's a hybrid of so many wrestlers. I mean, the the one I think of the most is he he's definitely Randy Orton when it comes to his style, and then he could just pick it up, then he can slow it methodically down whenever yeah. he wants to. He's he's another one where you could say because of his his difference on charisma that Sonata wishes he was. Joe, take that, Roman Reigns. <laughs> uh, my number four young gun is Hokuto Omori, newest member of Infants Treeblay. Number three, the is that Kodama? Eight. Kodama is the Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number three, Carl Frederick, uh, the the stud of the U.S. Dojo that they weren't even going to send on excursion. He's he's doing very good. Uh, are you okay? Did, did you get kidnapped? I think we just lost Alice. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else heard that, but uh, it sounded like somebody came in and like punched him. It went bang. Let's hope he's okay, folks. Uh, my number two, Yuyu Yamura, who came back from the COVID with 30 pounds of muscle put on his body. Looks like a star. Jeez, um, Isaiah came back from the COVID. Just looking like him. <laughs> hey, did you get kidnapped? I heard like the spring come off of your couch or something. Then I heard you go, and then you were oh, gone. It's, it's my cool <laughs> table that raises up and down. Oh, okay. And I, I was like, like, oh, it's making noise. So I like put the mic on mute and then I went and grabbed something really quick. Oh, that's cool. I just I told the listeners to please uh, pray for you in case you got kidnapped. <laughs> I didn't know what happened. <laughs> oh, that, speaking of a serious situation, 
holy shit, did you read about Sonya Deville and her almost literally getting kidnapped by a crazed stalker? I thought it was her neighbor that it happened to. No, what? I thought it was somebody, like, on the other side of the block from her house is where it happened. That's weird. Because, yeah, every, well, I only saw the headline. It just said a guy had zip ties and was waiting for Sonia Deville to be a, oh, so maybe, get abducted. I maybe it was her. I, I heard it was somebody was, like, stalking her neighbor for, like, eight months on social media and then finally just, like, cut a hole in the screen so they could listen into their house all the time. And then... Uh, eventually made their move, the alarm went off, and they got in their car and drove away. And then the cops oh, wow. came and found a knife and zip ties, and and the guy admitted he was going to abduct this man. Yeah, Philip A. Thomas, 24, from South Carolina, arrested outside the home of Sony DeVille, aggravated stalking, armed burglary of a dwelling, attempted armed kidnapping, criminal mischief, being held without bail. Uh, she says, thank you for everyone's concern. Titus O'Neill, they live in the same area. And yeah, no, he was going for her. Oh, well, she probably would have beat his ass. He said he <laughs> didn't know, but stalked on. So, yeah, that's what I was like. I'm sure she would have murdered him, but yeah. yeah, that's some scary shit, man. That's. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and my number one, once again, Julia, who is insane. She's like 21 years old, 23 years old. Like, just. Just a stud. Ah, uh, Julia. Uh, say, uh, Julia. Say, <laughs> and my breakout, which I'll go through quick here. Um, I know it shouldn't be considered a breakout because he, he's been around a long time. But as I mentioned before, somebody who, who got a push and took it and went to the next level, uh, Kaito Ishida was number five for my breakout of the year. Uh, the way that he took that heel push was incredible. Uh, number four, mm. Dragon Adaya. Dragon Daya has been incredible this year, getting, <laughs> getting win after win after win after win. Uh, so we got to give it to Dragon Daya for that number four. <laughs> number three, Ayato Yoshida. Once again, oh, nice. uh, getting that 2AW title. They realize they have a star. There are other companies want them. They're going to try to use them. Number two, because this guy has went from working a lot of mid cards to essentially made eventing GCW shows, Blake Christian. Oh, nice. Nice. And my nice. Number, I love it. My number one, all the all of you love, love, love Julia, as I do. So third time in a row, she's my number one. I just, I, she's incredible. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm, are you going to make uh, your significant other uh, dress Julia for Halloween? I'm going to just somehow figure out a way to marry Julia before 2020. Whoa. Why don't you just tell Jen to change her name to Julia? Let's go on the show of the year, Alex. <laughs> well, let's do, uh, let's swap some shows. That, that's a pretty big one. So we can do stable. Uh, I got Damn Heart slash Infanteriblades, y'all. I'm Hispanic. Uh, number four, uh, another tie, Undisputed Era and the Elite. Because, again, the comparisons, they're all, you know, these four, they're all kind of, you know, mirror each other there. Uh, number three, Eruption, just because of that intro video. Oh, before, shit, I forgot that. They got that gold, uh, so you can't bleed with Eruption. Number two, they had the best feud of the year so far, with they blow up down, for God's sake. Uh, match after match after match, including the cinematic at the night one, Peter Pan, 
with Takashita and Yoshihiko. Uh, but all out to my number two stable, but number one. I just keep throwing these papers when I hit number one uh, in the air. R.E.D., Real Extreme Diffusion. I had no idea that's what they were called, but I think Ryan said it enough. Uh, it's an interesting name, but I just like saying R.E.D. because I always forget the Diffusion. Ryan, who you got? Uh, my number five is the Undisputed Era. Uh, they dominated for a lot of the year Champs. with all the titles. Uh, number four, the Inner Circle. I thought Whoa. Oh, everything okay. you said about Jericho and the stuff with Santana and Ortiz. And Making even stars, Guevara. Swagger has made me like Swagger again. Like, this is why I like Swagger. I don't need him sitting there talking all the time. I just want him to be a badass. That's what he Remember I got you that figure? Yeah. And then I hung it up in my wall, and people said, why the hell is that on your wall? And I said, shut up. And then I would do the push was the reason we got divorced was that figure. <laughs> on your knees. <laughs> Jen, you're going to fall through the floor. Or not Jen Bass. I was like, shut up. You're Jack Swagger. Oh, you're going to burn the house down. <laughs> Let me bandage you up. Uh, number three, Infance Terrible. <laughs> uh, number two, Julia, Siori, Micah, Dona Del Mundo, and Himiko. What's, what's the, what? That's a faction? Dona Del Mundo. They are the, they are the Artists of Stardom six-woman tag champions. And oh. uh, Himika, I think it is, er, Micah. No, it's Himika. She is the, um, like, the Young Guns champion. I can't remember what they call okay. it. Um, and then she's got the <laughs> can't stop, won't stop changing in the guns. Uh, oh, that's and, on my and, running list. Believe that. <laughs> obviously, Julia is the white belt champion. And unfortunately, she doesn't get her fourth title because Damn. R.E.D., your number one stable in pro wrestling. I don't need to talk more about him. Sorry, Julia. Don't hold it I against I thought me. you were going to say your number two stable was just Julia. Was like, All right. That works. <laughs> I'll allow it. So we have show, match, tag, male, and female left. Um, let's go tag. Let's do tag. That'll work. Now, I, I don't know how many you put down. I put down 10. Jesus, I have eight. I did 10, I did 10 for male, or 10 for male with an with a honorable mention, 10 female, 10 tag, 10 match, and 7 for show. Nice. I have 10 male. I have eight female since, again, Julia and, and uh, <laughs> uh, the other like one. They, 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 uh, not, there you go. There you go. Uh, she would have been um, – they probably would have put those spots. So. Yeah, <laughs> but you have eight. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, tag, I uh, got New Day coming in at number eight. Uh, any incur- in- incarnation, but, of course uh, – Big E's on his own, so hopefully he does not drop the ball with that. Uh, I mean, that guy can make money. He's already printed hundreds of millions for that company, so give that man the ball. He will definitely run with that. Uh, number seven, I got the Lucha Bros. Uh, I mean, whether it's you know having a random uh, shape named uh, factions with Mac or you know in, involved with eight man tag galores or you know Ray Phoenix to show why he possibly could be the best wrestler on the planet. Um, and, and just, you know, obviously uh, Pentagon just being over uh, with any and any crowd, whether it's 10,000 or 20 people that they have going right now at Daily's Plaza. But uh, 
Lucha Bros definitely doing big work still. Um, a number five have best friends. I mean, with Sue alone, but uh, with with the Greg Greggy and, uh, and uh, Chucky T there, uh, some really good stuff when you add Orange Cassidy on the outside. Some really good tag team wrestling, and uh, probably shaped uh, Private Party to be what they uh, kind of have been uh, coming since that uh, cluster of a match that they had on Dynamite. Uh, number four, of course, Big R um, and eight uh, Big E in DD or uh, in Dragon Gate. Sorry, um, and I mean, what can I say? They're pretty damn awesome. Plus, they're part of Red. Uh, number four, I forgot my notes. Uh, Ashino and Kadama. Parts of Infant hey, Three Boys, the matches I've seen nice. with them, uh, is, is really is just he's that Gollum esque type of person of a faction that will get Nishino's ear and and just you know hey that guy doesn't like you what are we gonna do you know he's the, the antagonizer of the group <laughs> hey, you're the muscle <laughs> you're gonna do <laughs> the work you know so it, it, it's just such a great tandem. Uh, number three, <laughs> they've been tag champs for I don't know how long or how many times, but it's been quite a bit. Uh, hell, that's why I coined the term to Wama, uh, Violent Giants <laughs> coming in at number two, uh, number three, Ishikawa, and of course, uh, Suwama Magic. Number two, it's crazy, um, oh, it's kind of hard. <laughs> the damn auto translate. But uh, Bucks coming in at number two, uh, yes, people are complaining, well, they're not booking themselves to be champions. Well, isn't that what you're supposed to do? <laughs> when you're a part of booking, you're not going to go the Dusty or the Flair way. You're going to do, okay, what makes sense for business? How can we make Private Party look good? How can we make Santana and Ortiz look good? Uh, how can we keep, you know, putting refreshing our feud and our countless matches with the Lucha Bros? They somehow do it. They made Butcher and the Blade look like a formidable tag team final the last couple of weeks. So, uh, shout out to the number one, though, AEW champions, uh, Adam Page, Kenny Omega. I like their styles. I like the whole lethal weapon aspect of it. Even though they were friends and part of a group, uh, you know, they still didn't know or trust each other. And I like how, uh, where they're going with Omega, you know, that character turn and change and uh, this team. If they give the uh, hold the belts on for quite some time, they could be a damn a damn good tandem. So uh, that's what I got for my tag teams. You know, it's crazy. I think we only had two or three of the same teams. I think I have eight, wow. seven or eight different ones. Yeah. So this will be. There's one that I'm kind of surprised you didn't have that I thought you might have had, and there's also uh, one that I thought maybe, but I I kind of was against. But definitely one on here I thought you were going to have that surprised me. Um, my number 10, Kaiji Tomato and Chango from 2AW. <laughs> what? Yeah, I tell you what, as goofy as it sounds, they've been consistently great in every 2AW show I've seen. Like, I'm like, who are these goofy dudes? And then they just have these banger matches. I'm dead serious. Go out of your way one day when you get to time and watch some Kaiji Tomato and Chango from this year. Like, their stuff against Tempest was really freaking good. I- I'm just... It, I, I keep thinking expecting. you're saying like Django Unchained and Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, so I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> also, shout out to the North. Part. That's my honorable number three there. Sorry, everyone gets pushed down to the North, number three. And uh, who did you say is number three? Uh, the 
worth. I, I totally spaced on them. I have seen multiple matches of theirs uh, this year and, and definitely like uh, their Slammiversary match um, or whatever the hell we did the North. Awesome. <laughs> Continue. Yeah, Sorry. Best part with, with Chango is it's all capitalized, obviously. So Chango. Uh, Chango. Number nine, I, like it. I know it's, it's not a large sample size just because of the pandemic and then the injury, but even from Wrestle Kingdom to New Beginning in Osaka, things like that, for Buggy 3K, it just it's always puts out quality stuff. And that's mm-hmm. the one reason I'm kind of bummed for Yo that he might get passed up here. But, I mean, those guys are great, and, and they deserve to get on this list because of it. Uh, number eight, Stronghearts, Lindemann, T-Hawk. Don't oh, much yeah. Uh, number seven, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, the Undisputed Eras. Era. Uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sorry, a Discord message popped up on the bottom, and I was I, like, it caught my eye, so I started to read it, and then I was like, undisputed errors, and just <laughs> kind of kept going. With it. Uh, but I mean, we've talked about them earlier. Number six, which now adds another team to our list together, the North. I'm glad you brought them on there. Ethan Page, Josh Alexander, uh, you know, longest champions of any division in that company. Yeah, Ethan for Page sure. Is- Oh, awesome. I love all Eagle Ethan Page. He's got a great YouTube channel, too. For three months. Great. Three months he transformed that. Yeah, did you see that video? His, his like, transformation video? No, but, wow. I got to watch that for sure. Yeah, he's got a whole video I, I of, some... of what he did every day for working out and what he ate, basically. Jesus. And it's extremely doable. Holy crap, is it doable. I mean, for my so vacation like, last weekend, I gained like 12 pounds. It's like, oh, yeah. man. That's... That means you had a good vacation. No. You still look like a model, though, in your picture, so you're fine. Oh. <laughs> uh, number you. five, Koshiyazaki <laughs> Katsuki Nakajima Access. Oh, they were my tag team of the year last year. They still had a great run right now, but I couldn't put them higher because, you know, they were national and GHC champion. So yeah. they've been focusing on the singles, but access is always one. When they get in the ring, they have a chance to have the best tag match you'll see every year. Uh, number four, the All Asia Tag Team Champions, Yankee Two Kenju. Okay, uh, nice. Miko Miyamoto, Asami Kodaka, whether it's Basara, Big Japan, All Japan, these guys continuously have great matches. They don't. They're the epitome of what you brought up earlier with Nick Gage, with the stuff I showed you with like Masashi Takeda and Kadaka. Mm-hmm. They don't need to have a death match to have a good match. We saw Kadaka at Peter Pan. Like, they're good workers. They just excel in that situation, which makes them better. So kudos to Yankee Tukenju. They're number four because number three, Suwama Shuji Shikawa, tag champions, all Japan, Violent Giants. They're, they're the ones that, that make Suwama as a, as a double champion not look goofy. Because mm-hmm. he has a title in two divisions. Like, and I understand they're doing that with the women in, in WWE right now. But Suwama, like, organically just looks tight with all those titles. So I don't even care. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, as he said in that post you, you put up, you know, I, Aoki would have looked at me with that weird grin if I had five titles on right now. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> uh, uh, the team that I'm surprised was off of your list. Uh, number two for me. Incredible long run, which set up one of their guys to be in a main event program with Tetsuya Endo right now, Yuki Ueno and Naomi Yoshimura Nautilus. Yeah. Their tag run this year has been incredible. 
incredible. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I was. I I totally thought Nautilus was going to be on your list. Um, I mean, their stuff with Strong Hearts was so good. Very good. Yeah. My God, I I totally dropped the ball. It's Literally. it's the same thing I did with Eruption. I went, oh God, I didn't put Eruption on there. How did I screw that up? Um, but Nautilus, man, they would be the number one team if it wasn't for Kenny Omega and Adam Page. Like that. Ooh, nice. That's number one, hands down. I can't. I cannot not say that. Like, how yeah. do you form chemistry on a tag team? Like, I do. You, do you guys just when you're teaming with someone, do you just hey, let's try this as a move, or hey, do you think you can pick up this person? Like, how do you build chemistry? How do you say you're the straight man, you're the wild card? How, how does that facilitation end up so, starting? Like, like when I tag with like Joe or Demetrius, I know them so well that I kind of know what they're going to do. It's kind of like, it's no different than sports. Like if we were to play basketball. It sounds like improv more than anything. Yeah, yeah it kind of is. You know, I mean, obviously you have your tag moves you plan out, but it's like, I know if I'm going to do this, he's probably going to be right in this spot. So I'm just going to do it. Okay. You know, and, and it works both ways too. There's, there's a match that I always wish we could have had recorded where it was me and Darius Dreams against uh, <laughs> Darius Dreams. Duke. Cut out. Oh, lo- love me some Joey. The, guy was uh, against... the original Ricochet. Boom, I said it. Yeah, let's go. Uh, it was me, me and Double D against Duke and uh, Demetrius. And we wrestled oh, in some – we were at a county fair in some barn in Wisconsin. And – I remember when me and Darius came out, we did the, like the, yeah, the hype, the crowd up. And then we started waving our nose. Like, it smells like shit in here. We need to leave. Like to immediately establish we were the heel. <laughs> <laughs> and then we, we walked back to the curtain and then came back out a second time. Still like disgusted. We had like shirts over our heads. And so we immediately were able to establish that. And then Demetrius and, and Antoine came out and they knew, they knew what we did. And they fed off it. And we're, everything's going back and forth. And I remember the finish was Antoine was going to powerbomb Darius. And I kicked Antoine in low blow. And then Joey jumped on his back and did the code red. And that was the oh, finish. Man. And <clears throat> Demetrius, who was in the ring and on his feet before I totally was on my feet, looked right at me and he looked at the two of them on the cover. And I immediately knew exactly what he was going to do. So he charges to break up the pin, but he runs just slow enough that I can basically do like a running tackle and hold him along the way so he can't get away from me to break the pin up. Nice. But just nice. by him looking at me and looking at the pile, I knew what he wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing just because we know each other so well in person that, you know, if I'm playing NHL hockey, I know where he's going to be to make a pass. And that's kind of the thing with tag chemistry. Like I've been in a ring with somebody I've never really worked with. And we don't know. We look like we don't know what the hell we're doing as a tag team. And but then do you build me. off of that uh, with your characters, like to the crowd, ah, like, oh, you know, like shake the ropes or. No, we just continue Who's to try to joker? make things look good, and we just look like shit. <laughs> oh, oh, so it was like it was like part of. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, no, it's just we don't. <laughs> I'm like expecting him to do something, and then he does something different. I'm like, oh, that's not how I envisioned that to go. You know, we're like, I, I got to the point with Joe where the second we shot a guy off the rope, 
if I ran and we we would make the guy do like a like we do like a drop down, he'd have to run over him. Well, we would do two of them at the same time, and I knew that if I ran after we did the double Irish whip and I ran straight to the rope and did the double down, mm-hmm. Joe would do the double down at the other side of the ring. So the guy had to jump over both of us. Immediately, I already knew Joe was going to stand up to give the guy a drop toehold in which I would rotate onto my back and put my feet in the air. So the guy would run over both of us and then Joe would drop toehold him onto my feet. And I, di- I didn't even have to see where he was and I knew he was going to be there to make it work. So I knew my timing. Mm-hmm. Like I knew his timing to make sure my timing was going to work. But I wouldn't trust just a rando with that. It's kind of the thing. True, yeah. No. And Paige and Omega probably have so much chemistry from just all the days traveling in New Japan and such together that they're comfortable enough to, to take risks and to but try They just things. don't seem like they, they talk. You know, like, they just mm. don't seem like the likely of tag teams. That's why it worked in the beginning because you're like, well, this guy's had like eight star matches, blah, blah, blah. Adam Page finally grew into his, you know, 2018, you know, where we're like, oh, this guy's going to be something. And then, of course, All Elite, where they pushed into the moon right away, took it back, and then Paige kind of won the crowd through himself. And, of course, the YouTube show as well. But um, yeah, it's, it's it's so unlikely still uh, for that. It's going to be interesting when, when the cleaner shows up and what kind of aspect that does with the team. Or, you know, if that rumored stable of, you know, uh, you know a new incarnation of the Forcemen um, – Horse, you know, horseman light. You know, if you do Cody Page and FTR, I mean, that's not a bad stable in itself. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's why they they can do things like that is because they have the ability to take risks because yeah. they know each other so well, and that's what I think a lot of it boils down to. Now, do you think a lot of the flack that all elite wrestling has been getting over the last couple of weeks? Yes, they they went down. In viewers, they went from over 900,000 two weeks ago to, I think, what, 755 um, for last Wednesday's show. And then now they're going to be preempted, you know, due to NBA playoffs. Uh, so they uh, Dynamite won't be on this Wednesday. They'll be on Saturday night, I believe, around 6 Central Standard Time. But check your local listings on TNT. Uh So, you know, they're, they're going to be shifted. But, you know, a lot of the bookings being, you know, flagged that they're saying, oh, bring in these new guys and they lose to your top guys right away. Um, I, do you give it, hey, it's only been not even a year with their booking with this show, you know, give it time because it's still entertaining or you kind of see it as a problem it's not taking control of. You know, pretty soon it can blow up into a WCW-like situation no. towards the end of that company. Co- compare where this show was at the end of last year to now. It's oh, the end of last year was my God. It was, yeah. Like, the first three months were like, oh, my God, who is running this company? There's six different people booking, and it sucks. <laughs> you know, and now it's down to Tony Khan accidentally coming on camera going, get out of the ring on segments because he thought it was uncommercial. You know, so I, I think they'll be <laughs> fine. And the report I read today is there is – oh, let me see if I can find this real quick. I don't want to take too much time because we got about 15 minutes left until they – fully pull the plug on us here tonight. Oh, you mean we're not going to save the final four or final three categories for Thursday show? No, we're going to knock them all. Holy shit, Xavier died. Who? Oh, Xavier? Yeah, the uh, second world champion. Yeah. 
start at 43. Oh, wow. Okay, not I okay, I let's wait until we hear anything about that. That's wow, that's damn. Okay. Um the other thing I, I heard was uh Dave Meltzer said that a large number of WWE superstars, parentheses virtually all, have reached out to competitor AEW in some fashion to acquire a future at the company. AEW <laughs> is not interested in bringing in all the former WWE talents, but speculation on certain individuals was made as to how much they could potentially be offered if they did decide to leave. Wow. I still think Randy Orton interacting with Matt Jackson is, is, is not just him being a tool. I think he's, he's smart and calculated everything he does. I don't, I don't think he'd ever leave WWE, but I think he's already putting it out there to start a conversation. These guys can get more money from his I other mean, extension. If you're AEW, why the hell not? Like everyone gives you crap for bringing in WWE guys, but if you could bring in Randy Orton, why wouldn't you do it? I I don't. I just don't think it's a need. I think they they have so much good young talent now that can grow and evolve. Where I don't think you need that spot filled. So I they, mean, and it depends on if they get another show that's not on YouTube. You know, they have the rumored second. Team show to be in the works obviously with COVID and kind of downplaying that or you know bypassing that at the moment so I mean again you know it's going to be a thunder or a smack situation how long will that even play into fruition well let me let me counter with this because they actually have intelligent people running the company mm-hmm. WCW had a lot of great talent they just needed the right people to get them out and over so they brought in Hall and Nash And they almost put WWE out of business by doing that. And then they made stars. Mm-hmm. The company just didn't know how to run themselves correctly. You don't need Randy <laughs> Orton, but Randy Orton would put eyes out of the company where people would start to see people like Adam Page. And imagine the rejuvenation that he would feel. And you would oh get like God. Randy Orton 2007. <laughs> you know, I like... think he could have a great match with Kenny Omega or with Cody oh, now. God. Yeah. Page. I'm just saying, like a lot. I think a lot of these WWE guys are are seeing the writing on the wall of how bad it is and how much everyone else is enjoying themselves not being there anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I just, you know, we said, who's are they going to get? Are they going to break a million before Raw goes under a million? Do they, they might pass at the same time. <laughs> well, Raw's been sliding up. Granted, I think it was like eight thousand, but they didn't go down. <laughs> AEW to go down a hundred thousand, and I'm not a bachelor of all elite. I, I for their product, I actually watched their product. You know, mm-hmm. compared to to the E. Well, the only reason why I have a subscription is because again, now they have another great documentary series, which I highly recommend called Timeline. They have the first one about Dave Ryan and the Miz and that great rivalry, um, and then they just had today uh, Owen and Bret Hart. And the family was watching that, and it was cool to kind of see them. Like, what is this? And then I was like, look, it's simple storytelling. When it hits perfectly, it's the most effective thing ever. I was like, when Owen is complaining that he gets eliminated, and then, you know, everyone's looking at Bret Hart, you know, like, you know, are you okay? His dad gets up out of his chair, and it's like, look at Bret while Owen's like, hey, look at me. Hey, what, what, look, look what happened to me. And they're all attempting to Bret Hart. 
that just plants the seed. And then, oh, we made up. We're brothers. We fight. To then you uh, no, I'm going to pissed at you, and I'm going yeah, to I'm gonna almost kick your leg you out of your leg. <laughs> yeah, out of your leg, exactly. <laughs> oh, just man. simple, and it was just so effective, and I was there at the cage match at SummerSlam 94. Hey. Alright, so we probably won't get all four of these done. There's a chance we could. Where do you want to go out to out of the four? Male-female match show. Uh, let's go show. Show of the year. I have seven. You said you have five. I. All right. Kick you. I got. Oh hey. Oh hey. hey. I, I have five. Uh, so I will go uh, Royal Rumble 2020. Uh, nice. Really horrible show. I really did like it. Roman Reigns, Baron Corbin aside, uh, good singles matches, great rumbles. I thought, especially the men's, really awesome stuff. Uh, again, you have Lesnar, Lee. Um, you have you know basically you know blindsided by Charlie. Good stuff. Number four, AEW Revolution. Uh, this was a top-notch show. Again, raucous Chicago crowd always makes great things. Uh, John, Murray, of course, doing his best snake skin or snake from uh, Metal Gear Solid uh, cosplay, uh, winning the AEW Championship against uh, Chris Jericho. But of course, Pack and Orange Cassidy stealing the show, and JF and Cody being bad uh three and a half i would say uh Statlander getting it in but of course uh hangman page kenny omega taking on the young bucks i'm sure we'll be paying attention to that pretty soon here oh, uh, number three it's fucking shop i have it i have aw redemption written down since march <laughs> oh that's awesome oh, sorry three, talking shop Mania, Gallows, and Anderson. Uh, it's a fantastic show. Check it out. Uh, Fight TV. Please, please. I can't wait for the sequel. Uh, and the Chavo Guerrero commentary. Reckless. Uh Peter Pan uh, coming in at number two. Uh, both nights. These were nights well, well worth watching. Uh, as was uh, my number one show, Wrestle Kingdom, to start off the year. And it always, you know, is the best show all of time. And hey, we got two. What you got, Ryan? Uh, number seven, I have DDT Judgment from March 20th of 2020. Yeah. That was the awesome Masato Tanako Kanosuke Takashita match. Um, I have the start of ninth anniversary show from January 19th uh, as Ooh. my number six. Um, where did where did that go? I, I was I was just kind of looking at my backlog. Mayu Iwatani, Momo Watanabe, I went four and three quarters. And Arisa Hoshiki against Utami Hayashi Shida, I went four and a quarter. The rest of the card, three and a half, three and a half, three and a half, and three and a quarter. Um, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I mean, if it wasn't that's like the a fact that it was average. matches. Yeah, it was, I'm like, God, if it, you know, it, that had the Tokyo Cyber Squad, Hanakamura, Death Yamasad, and Layla Hirsch against Julia, Micah, and Siori, Donovan Mundo. Uh, B. Priestley and Jamie Hader against Jungle Kiona and Konami. It had Are hot, they that uh, good? Who, who, uh, B. Priestley and Jamie Hader? I think they're pretty good. I really like Jamie Hader. I think Jamie Hader's great. Uh, what else? Uh, Kagetsu Tam Nakano and then Zoe Lucas, Azumi, and Starlight Kid. This is a good show. This is a really good show. So that gets on my list. Starlight um, Nice. My number five was DDT's Peter Pan Night 2. That oh, had Enzo oh, and so we were I broke them. I broke them apart. Either way, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, number four, the new beginning in Osaka. Uh, ah. that, that had Kenta Naito and one of my matches. That, 
Yeah, Moxley and Suzuki. Yeah. Uh, had a lot of other good stuff on it, too. That that had a good shingle match on it as well. Nagata, uh, right? Three, yep, shingle Nagata. Uh, number three is the AEW Revolution, not Redemption, <laughs> as I have it in uh, Which you talked about. Uh, <laughs> number two, Wrestle Kingdom Day 2. Number one, Wrestle Kingdom Day 1. So, those are my shows. Uh, wow. Match of the year, Alex. You want me to run my night or you one. want to run your eight? It's crazy how you have night one for your night of uh, or your event of the year, but your match of the year from night two. Because this this closed the show with three five a five star five and a quarter and five and a half for me. <laughs> it had a, a Bushi Okada. <laughs> it had yeah. um, Naito Naito Jay White. White. And then it had Osprey and, Oka- and uh, Hiromu. That's better and than also, the three and ten? Uh, well, so Naito and Okada over Okada Bushi. But I would take Naito White over Jericho Tanahashi. I would take Hiromu and Osprey over White and Ibushi. And I would yeah. take Moxley and Archer over Goto and Kenta. <laughs> that choke slam through those tables. Ouch. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. You like knockout. Tight as hell. <laughs> um, run through your match of the year here Or do you want to Yeah let's do match of the year Match of the year um, You want me to go first Yeah you go first uh, Number 10 from February Naruki Doi and KZ Open the Dreamgate title match Oh. Uh, number 9 from March 23rd of this year Suwama defeating Kento Miyahara the All Japan Dream Power Series. Number mm-hmm. eight from just making the cut from July 24th. So just right there, Jungle Kiona and Mayu Iwatani. Fantastic full five on that bad boy. Number seven, Hiromo and Osprey from Wrestle Kingdom. Number six, Naito and White from Wrestle Kingdom. Number five, Moxley and Suzuki from New Beginning in Osaka. Number four, Tanaka and Tetsuya Endo from Peter Pan Day 2. Number three, Page and Omega versus the Young Bucks. Number two, Okada and Ibushi from night one. And then my number one, Kazuchika Okada, Tetsuya Naito from day two of the Dome. Whoo, my number 10, John Moxley taking on Minoru Suzuki at, uh, at New Beginning. Yeah. It's just, it's your wrestling Mark's wet dream, right? Uh, I took my Samurai when Suzuki is... came to the ring at Wrestling <laughs> Kingdom. Yeah, there's go on the Sportscast Twitter. It's me standing in my because because Suzuki came out in his jumpsuit and stripped down to his to his tight, so I stripped down to my boxers. Wow! I'm just standing in front of the television. That's on there. Huh? <laughs> Yikes! This balls deep, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you got for number nine? <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure where I'm at anymore. No, a Boneyard match uh, from Talking Papa Mania from the many callbacks to uh, Don't Bury Me, as Ryan stated, uh, the full shot where, where Gallows is just trying to hide as he's been buried, um, and the camera's just totally there, and he's still trying to move. Just fantastic, fantastic. Uh, number eight. Um, God, this was a hard, hard list, but uh, number eight, I am going to go with um, Chris Brooks and uh, Katsukise uh, Takashita, the first uh, match for the Universal Championship, I believe it was February 28th, uh, really, 
awesome hard-hitting match. Again, two wrestlers that are synonymous with each other in this modern era of wrestling, but especially with DDT and Chris Brooks making the jump from Brit Rest to DDT, which has been a fantastic, uh, fantastic um, introduction, or, or I would say way to the company. Uh, my number seven, I have, uh, what do I have? Uh, Kento Miyahara taking on Suwama. Uh, yeah. Suwama making the dream essentially end. And it was just something where I, you know, I had to see it to believe it. And I did with my own eyes. And Suwama was born because, of course, he holds gold with the violent giants there. And it was just fascinating because, again, side suplex, suplex, or back body drop. Effective, but when you get hit with those hams of arms, uh, you know, the lariats of Swama, and you're getting power bombed and suplex and superplex, it, it was just awesome. Oh, and Kenta Miyahara isn't bad himself. Uh, that was my number seven, right, Ryan? Yep. My number six. Sorry, I had like 14 matches. You know what I had on here as uh, it was hard, man. I, I really wanted them my number two, but it's an honorable mention. I'm going to say it here. Yoshihiko and Shunma Katsumura. Um, Katsumura came out as the Joker, and it was awesome, and it was a hardcore match. And like I said, ladders and tables and every weapon imaginable. Yoshihiko uh, getting thrown into the audience, into the wall. It was just awesome. Wrestling and Katsumura uh, definitely has uh, my respect. And, and again, All Out being a fantastic faction. That is definitely on there. Um Honorable mention, as much as I wanted to have it as my number one match, Ryan, Yoshihiko and Takashita, because let's yeah. see, we, we all know our, our, our number one match here, but um, uh, my number, uh, I am going to go with uh, the eight-man tag from Fighter Fest Night 2. Um, it was just spot fest, but it was tasteful, because it was the Bucks and FTR teaming up, and but they were teaming up like Matt was teaming up with like uh, Dax Cashwood or whatever the hell he's calling himself. It was like Dax they were helping Arlen, each other, Dash and it was just really cool stuff to kind of see. And it was just a, a good eight man tag that wasn't a wasn't a, <laughs> a New Japan or an All Japan uh, matchup there. But uh, coming in at number five for me, uh, it's going to be Hiromu uh, Takahashi, Will Ospreay, Russell Yeah. Night one, just because it's awesome. Um, number four, I am going to go. Uh, man, this is going to be crazy. I am going to go Swama and Ishikawa, just because uh, the respect that they had with each other, them being teammates, it, it was just a lovely match, a great title defense for Suwama. Uh, you, you know, the other, you know, Giants is violent, wasn't going to win. It had its moments. It was working that leg. Uh, but uh, some good sportsmanship there. Uh, number three, then, I have Young Bucks taking on Kenny Omega and Adam Page at Revolution in Chicago. Uh, probably the best tag match I've heard. That's not a TLC or ladder match. Uh, it was just all fantastic. Or, or uh, number, t- number two, what was that? <laughs> not just being a smart ass. It's an or the four pillars. Masada, oh. Masawa, and Kobashi against Tawe and Kawada. Oh, man, I got to watch that shit. Uh, and then, of course, Wrestle Kingdom events, you could flip them in either way. But uh, I, I'm definitely going to go Naito. Uh, Okada, number two, and Abushi Okada. Ooh, nice. Night one, number one. 
that just has the lasting effect for me. Nice. I'll take that. I'll take that. Well, looks like they haven't cut us off. We got two categories. I, I say we just really quick try to go for it. Perfect. But if we get busted, we get busted. Uh, female of the year, my number 10, Shayna Baszler. I know she didn't have the greatest year, but everything she did was great, including the Elimination Chamber. So I had to put her on the list. Number nine, Io Shirai. Nice. Uh, women's champion in NXT. Number eight, Jordan Grace. Had a great run as knockouts champion. Uh-oh. I think it kicked us. Uh-oh. It um, says your episode okay. has ended. We've processed the audio now. Uh, well, we're going we're gonna to leave the women. I don't even think we're on the air anymore. I think it's just letting us talk. <laughs> oh. All I have we- is recording left minus one, minus 26. Oh, yeah, so that'll be the end of it. So well, Thursday we can do male and female. And come in. I'm still connected. Are you? Well, let them, yeah. to hell with it. If we go through twice, we we'll, we'll twice play it back. Time. We'll play it back. Keep going, <laughs> sir. Uh, number number eight, as I said, Jordan Grace. Uh, number seven, current Princess of Princess champion, Yuka Sakazaki. Can't wait to get her back in AEW. Uh, number yes. six, yes. Sasha Banks. One of the bright spots left in that company, uh, which ties me to number five, Bailey. I know I give a lot of it. Crap, you hated but her, the, but they're the best things going on the the, yeah. the match wise on these shows. So Is they Oscar deserve one F belt. I heard by payback she's supposed to have all four titles. <laughs> I, I'm not kidding you. I really read that. She's gonna tag by herself and win the. Yeah, it's, it's gonna be her and. Her and Nicholas. Is she going to do the Ultimo Dragon pose with her NXT belt? Yeah, she's going to have everything. "Ah." (laughs) Uh, Number four, Asuka, ironically. Yeah. I had to put her on the list. Number three, current AEW Women's Champion. He got her Sheeta. Whoa. Number two, Red Belt Champion, Mayo Iwatani. Most consistent women's, most consistent wrestlers through that of the year. Uh, just like I said, everything she has, her and uh, Takumi Aroha comes in to start them earlier in the year. It's like uh, coming in from Marvelous, I think it was, or, or Oz Academy. They put on four and three quarter match. Her and Momo, four and three quarters. Her and Julia was like a four and a half. Her and Jungle Kiona, five star. I mean, it's just, she just puts out banger after banger. Nice. The only reason I don't have her in number one is because this woman has won three awards already, and I cannot fathom the transformation in such a short time of going from somebody who didn't belong to now having a six-man tag championship and the white belt title. Uh, Julia is my number one. I just... Nice. She is much must-watch TV. I know Mayo Iwatani is going to have the best matches on the show, but I cannot turn away from watching a Julia match because she's so damn good and, and like I said she's like in her early 20s and she gets the nod too for the fact that you know if you go on her Instagram you can see the work that this woman is putting in and you deserve props for that and mm-hmm. that's why she's my number one because so many times people get to the top and then they just plateau and don't do anything good and it goes well it was like nothing against the guy but when Kofi got to the top everyone was like well the chase was better than the run like, 
she has continued to improve every time in and out, and that's why she gets my nod. So that's my number one. I love it. I love it. My number eight, uh, surprisingly enough, Charlotte, from winning the Rumble to trying to elevate NXT with her star power. She did the best that she could, but still put in, you know, I'd say good matches. You know, yeah, granted, Rhea Ripley just kind of showed back up, uh, but I thought Charlotte did her job before, of course, taking an excursion. Plus, she got engaged to an Los Ingobernobles, so kudos to Charlotte there. Uh, number seven, I'm going to go to the AEW champion. Uh, really good stuff. I don't think she's met that opponent in 2020 yet to give her that spark, but she is awesome. Uh, and plus shout out to her social media for being an awesome cosplayer and amazing musician. Uh, number six and five, like Ryan said, Sasha and baby. Awesome. Awesome stuff. Um, what they're doing as a tandem. Of course, I don't even think we care anymore about the inevitable breakup and match, but of course, you know, now that we don't care and that we're enjoying them together as double champs, uh, they're going to screw it up somehow, and they're probably going to fight each other right after payback. Uh, number four, Maki Ito, the, the Ito yeah. Army bitches, as I'm flicking off the world. Uh, her and Chris Brooks, awesome, awesome team. Uh, Want to drink sake bomb with her. I love how uh, she just does not give up. Uh, number three, an amazing wrestler who caught my eye on DDT. And I was just like, wow, who is this woman just suplexing dudes, suplexing, uh, you know, this other wrestler here just with ease. Who is this, you know, uh, sorry or no? Because, my God, I want to watch yeah, more of her. Awesome, she dude. is just amazing what he is, she has done with DDT with her brief feud again uh, with Eruption members, of course, Haguchi, uh, 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 Sakaguchi. And, uh, and my number two, Asuka. Uh, from winning belts, putting on fantastic championship matches. Uh, yeah, it was the end of 2019, but, uh, you know, helping out right after getting uh, maliciously murdered by Charlotte at a DLC there. Um, but uh, her commentary work and her building character in life without really dabbing into English. And uh, finally, hopefully Vince Man uh, realizing the importance of what Asuka does and staying with, uh, with the company. And, oh, yeah, putting on a fantastic matches uh and 